Hello, welcome to Smack's Cast. I'm Sean. And I'm Max. Here we are again, cowering in our concrete and steel reinforced bunker, miles away from the surface and still yards away from our wives. We're here to discuss, rehash, edify, and demystify those parts of popular culture that we love and consume hungrily. So sit back, relax, pop a tab, kindle a bong. Just a minute, script revision. For those listeners associated with the DEA and affiliates, pop a tab. Open a a bag bag of chips chips. and prepare to be entertained and educated. It's time to Smacks Cast. And remember, folks, please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We love to record it and hope to keep recording it for a long time to come. Max, have you had a good week? Yeah, man, it's been all right. How about you? Pretty good. I wish, you know, the weather's been a little balmy here in the, the Midwest, at least when we're able to get out in the yard and take that rake out and do some martial rakeage yes sir we'll mi- <laughs> you know what we'll miss it when it's gone we'll miss it when it's like friggin negative four oh degrees my god i know uh, i think tomorrow um it's supposed to be uh, like 60 degrees outside which for me that's okay but when it gets down into the 20s fuck it yes we don't need that shit right right hey um well i thought about some things we could discuss this week and we're going to have some regular features here on smacks cast and by the way max and i both want to thank everybody that subscribed so far we are less than a week of having our stuff out on itunes you know all of our casts and without any advertising or anything for the most part we already are up to around 86 subscribers Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Whoever you people are, you are the shit. You are the shit bomb. Now, what we need you guys to do, if you can, and I'm sorry I called you all shit bombs. That was not intentional. It was a you, positive shit bomb. You can ask Max today. I'm stumbling on my tongue. Bigger he called than me shit. a shit bomb. No, but it was positive. I felt good about it. Man. Okay, forgive you know? me off the mic, on the mic. Give me a load of shit. Whatever, man. I'm, no, I'm saying I'm feeling funky fresh, man. Fucking I'm shit bomb. I'm glad to be a shit bomb. Yeah. Hey, don't, 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 neg- don't negativize it. Don't be a Negatize. hater. Don't yeah. be a hater. <laughs> be an elevator. Don't hate the play. Hate the game. That's right, man. All right, man. Well, one thing I thought about, and I was actually talking to a friend of mine this week about this typical, or this not typical, but situation that you see in our media culture and pretty much whatever surrounds us as we sit in our houses, in our chairs, with our bon- with our bag of chips and our tabs popped, etc. <clears throat> Excuse me, last week the sniffles, this week I'm getting old and I can't breathe. But fuck it. It's all those chips, man. And the shit bombs. Uh, they, they affect me adversely, what can I say? Anyway, I know I've thought about this because... Because I enjoy these genres particularly, and this one in particular. Well, these two. And the one thing we're going to talk about today pretty briefly is the rise in popularity of horror and science fiction as a genre. I mean, have you ever thought about, like within the last, I would say, decade, but specifically in the last five or six years, we're, I mean, aside from Desperate Housewives of Fuck Nut City, we're inundated with fantastic fucking shows like the walking dead you know it, well and not to discount the bbc stuff but in the u.s um tv is you know the doors are wide open we've got some good shows out there even like the stuff the the superhero stuff like smallville you know yeah, green green arrow currently yeah i'm still digging oh yeah and i've actually heard that that new beauty and the beast is pretty good it's not going to touch the original with ron perlman and linda 
Um, Hamilton. Right. Well, but like how much of that is Cruck points and how much of that is a real good show? You know what I mean? Like I think it gets bumped initially. Kristen Kroik. Yeah. Is it Kroik or Kruk? I've heard it. Like I used to say crew, crooks, Kruk. I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. Critic. Yeah. Critic. Anyway, <clears throat> some things I was thinking about today and one in particular is that people like to be scared. I don't know why. They just do. I know I do. Um, and maybe I've watched so much horror and read so many books in my life. You know, Stephen King from the time I was 11. Mom, it's not your fault. I know you're going to listen even though this is a fucking explicit podcast, but it's not your fault. Yes, wire hangers. I was just... Oh, my God. That's terrible. Shit bomb. Shit bomb. I don't know how to do Chewbacca. Oh, man, we'll save it for later. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, being scared makes people feel alive. Do you agree? Yes, sir. I mean, there's nothing like watching, you know, Linda Linda Blair walk backwards down the fucking stairs with a face like, frankly, one of my ex-girlfriends in junior high, and um, just scaring the shit out of you. That spider shit in the revised Exorcist, it I made... That, yeah, yeah, it is. Is that the one with the Peter Sarsgaard? Skarsgård? No, Stel- this wasn't Stel- a, this Stel- wasn't Stel- a remake or anything. I'm talking about the original Exorcist. But oh no, shit! Okay, yeah. several years ago they released it with some additional footage, and that footage of her walking down the stairs backwards like a spider. Okay, that was new. That wasn't in the original. Oh no, shit! Then I guess I've seen the revised. Because okay. dude, I saw the original like in the theater when I was a kid. It was at a drive-in. But, okay, but see, and that's that's kind of typical of how things have changed. Degrees of fright. I mean, what could we handle in 1979 that we can't, you know, that what couldn't we handle then that we can't handle today? Are we desensitized? Well, shit, man, not to step out of bounds, but just to throw like uh, Rosemary's Baby's getting a Criterion release uh, this uh, upcoming week, so 1030, like the day before. You're out of bounds. You are breaking the rules. That is a DVD release. Um, Shit bomb, shit bomb. You're out of bounds. It's a timeout. Uh, no, but I mean it's uh, it, it's related. I'm gonna so go clean I'm, my rake, motherfucker. in. Oh shit, he's marshalling his rakeage right now. Uh, man, no, seriously though, I mean that that was a freaky flick. That was crazy. That was just like all of a sudden all this crazy shits happening. I will, and obviously, hell yeah. And you know what creeped me out about that film? The elderly people that were fucking Satan worshippers. Yeah. You don't think a grandma and grandpa putting on a hood and robe and sacrificing a baby? That's fucked up. Yeah, it's like Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. It's like the whole, it, which is <laughs> yeah. an awesome Canadian show, by the way, where the yeah. whole town what is like you say, like Satan worshippers and sweater vests? Yeah, I think totally, you did a man. book was, review one, or a review of the show one time yeah, for Barnes & Noble. It was, uh, you know, devil worshippers and sweater vests and just <laughs> like Metalocalypse had a baby with like Buffy and you know, Degrassi <laughs> yeah. and stuff, you know? I agree. Uh, beautiful show, Good by show, the way. by the way, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely quirky. You got to... But they, you know they pulled that straight from... I mean, the fact that the entire town was, you know, founded by Satanists and all these uh, respectable, uh, normal-seeming <clears throat> people are... You know, it's it's funny in that show, but it was creepy as shit in Rosemary's Baby. You know what um, Todd in the Book of Pure Evil kind of reminded me of? It was it was that movie uh, with, I think, Billy Connolly, Fido, where he's a, um, he's a zombie. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen it in that. several years. Yeah. But, I mean, just that, you know, you got that normal suburban setting, and then into that setting comes the zombie. Yeah, you know? some outlandish shit and some mundane shit just mixed all. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a good flick, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed that you've seen Rosemary's Baby. That's my boy right there. That's why we are here for you on Smack's cast. Because Pol- Polanski, dude. Fuck yeah. Roman, I love, I'll tell you what. The, the movie with Johnny Depp. The Ninth Gate yeah. is one of my favorite 
I would say number one, one and a half on the list of Sean's all-time favorite horror movies. I love that fucking film. That really is a rock-solid flick, man. Um, I've worn I've worn a disc out watching that show. I love it. Really? My kids... Thread, threadbare. You're my just kids like, won't even watch it with me anymore. It's ridiculous. And that's saying a lot. It's got Johnny Depp, dude. I know. I know. The, the youngsters love the Johnny fucking Depp. Fucking great. I just love everything in that film, from the background music to the two little... Uh, the little old brothers in Spain that run... Was it a bookshop? Yeah, something. And he comes out of the bookshop yes. and the pipes try to fall on him and almost kill him, you know? Who's the chicken there? Who's the, um, the femme That fatale? was Roman Polanski's wife at the time. She's a friend... Emmanuel Sonnier. Senior. Or, yeah, yeah, I used to say Sonnier. singer, but I think your, your Beautiful, those closer. eyes. Jesus. Uh, piercing. Evil. Yes. Wicked. And if you ever want to see Satan riding a wild pony... The Wild Bologna Pony. Yes, sir. You gotta watch that. For all of you lovely ladies out there who believe that any deity that exists is a female, it's a must-see. Well, yeah, there you go. Any, anybody that uh, that puts uh, God as a as a female should also have a female devil, man. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, not, it's not that it's required, but uh, you might as well keep a balance going there. Because Satan literally fucks Johnny Depp up at the end of the film. I don't know, it kind of, yeah, no spoilers, but, yeah, you gotta see it. Everybody must see that film, it's fantastic. But yeah, Roman Polanski, uh, The Fearless Vampire Killers, I yeah, love that freaking movie. I remember seeing, like, bits of that when I was a kid, that's, I got, where, that's something I gotta That's where he met Sharon Tate, if I remember yes, correctly. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, um, pre, uh, some real life. That's when Max... You've got to see if you guys can order that for me at Barnes mm-hmm. Noble because I have to have it. It's available. I just ordered it for a dude the other day. It's not on Blu-ray? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I know it's a DVD. I think All it right, might only I, be DVD. If, I'll take it on 8-track uh, tape. I will, I I will write Blu-ray at the top if I need to. Awesome. To sell it, so. well, I want that ordered. I love that film. Cool. Um. Anyway, I was looking around out on the web as, as relates to this topic of, you know, the rise in popularity of horror and science fiction as a genre, and I found um, that there's a theory out there, or uh, somebody wrote a thesis or whatever about what's called excitation transfer, and uh, it's excitation transfer. I'm reading from a, it's a quote, um, and this comes from the Journal of Media Psychology. It was an online publication. Um, volume 9, number 2, Spring 2004, and the title of, the, of the, the document was Understanding the Popular Appeal of Horror Cinema, an Integrated Interactive Model. Got that, Max? Every word? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Good. Um, <laughs> yes. Repite, please. No. Model. Please. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's awesome. He's awesome, folks. Um. Anyway, Zillman, 1978, in quotation, or in uh, parenthesis, or whatever you call them, fucking... What do you call those things around 1978? Parentheses. Fuck yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Zillman has argued that frightening movie stimuli physiologically arouses the viewer who then experiences an intensification of positive effect, and that means it's affect, not effect, like special effect. Right. In response to plot resolution, whether or not this entails a happy ending... And um, that was an incomplete quote, but I broke it off there because I thought that pretty much said it all. So in other words, like, for example, a film like The Strangers, which I will never watch again. They have fucking depressed the shit out of me. It's a pretty crazy flick, man. You yeah. know that you know when you watch a horror movie, it's going to fucking end badly. Yes. How many horror movies end like The Princess Bride, yo? 
uh, very few. Right. But, you know, like he's saying here regarding excitation transfer, you know, uh, the viewer experiences an intensification of positive affect in response to plot resolution, whether or not this entails a happy ending. That's pretty incredible. Because it's something so horrific that you're just glad to see it be resolved, even if it's resolved right. in a way that isn't necessarily uh, advantageous to the yeah. to the protagonist or whatever. How many uh, times have you been discussing a horror movie with a friend and you're like, why do these dumb motherfuckers always go in the basement? There's no light. There's nothing that, you know, you know it's going to end badly, but there they go. Nearly boop, every boop, time. Boop, 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 down the stairs. Yeah. Hey, man, that's somebody on the stairs. Uh, Dead. Yeah. And every <laughs> every time, man. Uh, that was pretty fucking good sound. Did you, watch, uh, did you watch Cabin in the Woods? That Joss Whedon film? I haven't got to see it yet. My son said it was fantastic. It was it was totally interesting. It was a uh, it was I mean it's a good not film. A, and not I like as Joss not Whedon. as frightening as intriguing, right? No, because they play with all of that. Like uh, yeah, I don't want to get I mean, too spoilery. Kill especially. people, don't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's got Richard Jenkins, who's a fucking. Punk. I know he's awesome. Uh, isn't he? He's yeah, I love that dude. Um, he was great in Six Feet Under as the dad. Yep. Who yeah was dead, but he's great at up. anything he does. Yeah, I mean that dude's that dude's a pro. And at Bradley Whitford, I think. I mean they, <laughs> they got good good solid talkers to go. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. And but Thor. Bradley Whitford usually plays a dickhead in whatever he's in. Doesn't he, he? He was a dickhead. He he was a dickhead who got his just desserts. If you've ever hated Brad, Ooh. if you've ever hated Bradley Whitford in anything, like just watch what the. You know, I'm raising my hand. I have hated Bradley Whitford in just about everything I've seen. I just high five that hand out of. Uh, just uh, Pavlovian response, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, but you might check it with my booger or something. I just picked my nose. That's all right. I haven't eaten. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we recorded that. Uh, it, no, but uh, so I mean, it, that plays with the genres and stuff. It's really more of a sci-fi flick than it is a horror flick. But it 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 really just fiddles with like all the horror genres and stuff like that. It, it not so much pokes fun, but I mean, it it throws them at you like a soundboard or something you know where it's all laid out in front of you it's, it's yeah because i've heard there's film. like there's like lots of laughs in that film i mean pretty much or at least yeah i mean at least uh, not necessarily uh, comedic moment. comedic laughs but like the 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 technicians who are fucking with the pe- the kids aren't they laughing their asses off or whatever or? yeah to a degree i mean they were like taking bets or something you know what i mean like not uh, yeah not devastated by what they're doing by any <laughs> basically means. You know, it's, it's total disregard for human life uh, yeah, I mean, essentially what they are is just dudes on their job. Like, you you might be on your job if you, uh, you know, don't, whatever. You know, it's it's like just dicking around at work, essentially, is what they're doing, except their work is to torture and murder and kill, you know. Uh, so. I know of a certain gentleman in Manhattan who I would like to torture, murder, and kill. That's, if anyone in Manhattan dies, it's not me. I'm just joking because I'm a, I'm a puppy dog. Any Manhattan. But. My daughter was just jilted, and she's desperately upset. So this is mainly just a father saying that I would like to do something. Boy, I really backed myself into a corner there. I hope nobody in Manhattan what does. If, uh, what if the Muppets take Manhattan? Oh, shit. Killer Muppets. I haven't dude. even thought about that. Uh, anyway, this dude's name is Jack, and his last initial starts with a D. So I'm just saying, if anyone in Manhattan dies, I just pray to God their name is in Jack D. That's some real it, shit, SmackCast listeners. <laughs> Move it on. Oh, <clears throat> another um, thing that I actually thought of, an original thought, Max. We really have become an increasingly sedentary culture, if you think about it. I sit on my fat ass a lot. Um, horror and science fiction, by their very natures, offer escape to another world 
no matter how dark or frighteningly vicious that world may be. Yeah. Would you agree with that premise? Uh, 100%. Yeah. It's, I like to get away. I mean, I think this world's really fraught with a lot of bullshit, you know? I mean, from getting your bills in the mail that you can't afford because our economy's a piece of shit, and basically we're owned by the Chinese, and that's nothing against Chinese folks. We've done it to ourselves over a series of bad administrations. Anyway, um, so people like to get away, period. And yeah. I've, that's what started me reading. There's a lot Just to escape from. That's the, what yeah, yeah, the ability to travel without leaving wherever you are. You know, that's what I, my mother got me turned on to reading for, and that's what I still enjoy to read. And, you know, why I love film, obviously. Escapism of all sorts. Music to a degree. I mean, it's, yeah, everything that we uh, intend to talk about is related to this. Absolutely, but I mean, would you agree that overall, I mean, Americans, we're like really a sedentary, I mean, people travel and stuff, but... Sure, I mean, I know, health nuts, you know, stuff like that, but yeah, absolutely. Yo, you mean just, for the most part, staying at one place, yeah. Pretty much, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, sed- you know, for example, um, I just cut my cable bill down by half by changing from Cox to Uverse. My wife and I discussed it because we have a financial difficulty coming up, but... She was cool with the fact that we basically kept the services we had, A, because I cut the prices, but B, because, and here's my point, (laughs) B, uh, we don't travel um, because we're more into our kids and our family and things like that. We, you know, we really can't afford to, so subset A, lack of fundage, but subset B, our cable bill is our entertainment budget. Yes. For the most yeah. part. I mean, that's what we do. So we justify spending that amount of money because a lot of people might go to football games every weekend and be able to afford that or go to a movie every week. And if you think about it, if you go to see a primetime film at a nice theater these days and get something to munch on and get something to drink with your girl or your wife or your significant other, by the end of the evening, you've spent 45 to $50. You've got Easy. a big family. You blow 100 bucks on movie night and shit. It's ridiculous. I mean, Easy. It's, Easy. It's, and if yeah. you go to two movies a month, there's a cable bill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there we go. That that made me feel much better about the cable bill, Max. I'm watch glad a, we could have this little discussion. Movies, you know, for the same price. And be able to take a leak whenever you want. We're talking about, uh, oh, uh, today's consumers are generations weaned on television shows and movies like Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola, Nightmare on Elm Street, American Gothic, Tales from the Dark Side, yeah, uh, <laughs> Twilight Zone. The there is a dark side. With uh, John Lithgow, yeah, dude. Yep. Uh, Monsters. No, that was the television. You're thinking the movie, right, oh, where you yeah, saw the yeah, Gremlins yeah, on the, the plane. Film, but I like the show, too. Yeah, and remember Monsters? It was kind of a campy. I mean, no, it was... I'm thinking about I'm thinking about that movie in Mexico with the... Crazy space octopi and stuff. Oh, okay, well, this there was a movie called Monsters that was kind of similar to the Dark Tales from the Dark Side or, um, or the Twilight Zone, and I think it was on in the late eighties, early nineties. I'm probably completely wrong, but I'll tell you, out of that list, American Gothic is one of my favorites. And guess who the director of that show, the creator, and maybe not director, but he created this show, and I know he directed an episode or maybe the, maybe Who's all that? of them. Shit, I don't. Sean Cassidy. I met her on a Monday and my really? heart stood still. Really? 
I don't know. I mean, I know the do I'm run run. Okay, vaguely fuck. familiar, but I know yeah. what you're talking about. Sean and David uh, Cassidy. No yeah. shit. Okay. Mama, Mama was the Partridge Family matriarch. David Cassidy's daughter is the chick on Green Arrow. I'm trying to tie it into something else. Uh, Katie Cassidy, because she's like a pop star and actor. Really? I I'm almost certain it's her. She plays the Black Canary character, <laughs> Laurel Lance. Awesome. Uh, so, I but don't you know, know who yeah. Sean Cassidy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he fucking created America. And you remember? Do you remember the show American Gothic? Vaguely, yeah. About um um and Lucas Black was in it when he was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where the small town sheriff was a satanic like character who had his yeah. fingers and his pies and everybody's fingers. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, uh, finger pies out the ass. Well, uh, <laughs> how many how many seasons did that run? Was it I just think like a it only one? ran two. I okay. think it only ran two or three. But no, that's hip though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good show, but I miss it. Yeah, man, it's uh, there's a lot of good. I mean, we luckily we have no shortage of awesome television and and movies and stuff like that. Um, Well, and I would say, I mean, like even now, you know, the rise of horror is something that's happened over time. With, uh, I mean, even horror novel going back to like Poe, going back to any any horrific. uh, Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it had Gary Cole. Yeah, Gary. I couldn't think of his name. I was thinking Office Space. You know. Yes. Oh. uh, And Paige Turco. Bill Lumberg. And actually, I can't remember this guy's name either. Um, we had to I am Dizzle Jake Dizzle. Weber. Jake Weber. He he was really good in it too. Yeah, I okay. like him. And then Nick Searcy, He's a lot. He's in a lot of. He's a good, really good character actor. I recognize the name, but not the tiny. But yeah, it was a really good show, and it it only ran. Oh, that was my shit right there. Sorry, we're on the uh, the I am Dizzle Bizzle. Yeah, right now, IMDb. Folks. Sorry, folks, but it says one season, but it says ninety five, ninety six. I think they must have. Well, it started, they must have got started September and ended in the. You know, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was a good show and I liked it. I don't know what killed it, but you know, kudos La- to Sean Cassidy. You know, <laughs> the thing is, I mean, what that that does tie into what we're talking about in that uh, it might have done a lot better now because there's more of an audience for that type of show. Maybe at the time, you know, uh, it just wasn't right. It, it didn't find its audience, and it doesn't. You know, we also now benefit from shit like Twitter. You know, from social media where you can you can send out your your tendrils of you know right uh, or some, you know or people get their you know their their irons in too many fires. And yeah, man, or their it gets finger, put in the wrong in too many fingers. Yeah, man. or it gets put in the wrong time slot, etc. But when you look at IMDb on Sean Cassidy, this dude is a busy bastard. Do you remember? Um, actually, I think it was an Australian television show called Roar. No, I never saw that. That was where uh, Heath Ledger was. Um, oh, okay. Where he was basically discovered, if I remember right. Yeah. This, this dude brought us the Joker, man. Yep, he did, and he was fan. That's a fucking tragedy that that oh, dude died. Oh, you know what? No, I totally fucking remember that. Yeah, dude, it was on NBC back in the day, right? I think. Right. I uh, think it was. Okay. An, I think it was an Australian show, though, wasn't it? Had Melissa George? No, nah, I don't know, man. Uh, possibly that Vera Farmiga. Lisa Zane. Lisa Zane. Was that like Billy Zane's cousin or something? Yeah. Okay. No, so his sister. Is his it really? Sister. Melissa George oh. is fantastic too. She's on. Uh, show on Cinemax now called Hunted, and I watched it last week, and it was really good. But anyway, we're way off the path as far as horror goes. But yeah. I think we've ma- we're making our point as far as discussion goes. But I just say right now, if you're if you're into this type of culture, it's a good time to be alive because we've got more stuff to watch than you can shake a stick at. I think the schedule's oh, the dream, man, for sure. Yeah, I think the schedules are a little fucked up because like you'll get to watching a show. And you'll get six episodes deep, and it'll like go into syndication for six months. And yeah, then it comes yeah. back. 
it's just fucked up. But there's so much stuff to do in between then, too. You know, I mean, you're, you're right. bummed when your show ends, but so many other shows are beginning if you're into... I mean, if you really want to find something to watch, you're going to find it. You know, if you're if you're dedicated yeah. to being entertained, you're going to get entertained. Yeah, I mean, even uh, I mean these days, even in the summertime, you can find something to watch. And you, that used to be difficult to do. Yeah, absolutely. Good uh, shows, anyway. Yeah. There weren't reruns. Always cool stuff, man. Or you catch up on stuff you missed, you know? I mean, there's so much coming out in so many different, like, platforms. You know, there's there's internet right. TV shows if you get real bored. I mean, uh, what, Dr. Horrible and stuff like that, right? Yeah, Dr. Uh, Horrible sing-along blog. You, you could even listen to, like, a like a podcast or something. You know what I mean? Like a, like a smack actually, of some sort. Actually, I was going to mention this. I mean, you should probably put everything aside and listen to podcasts because they are... Probably the most intriguing, um, I don't know, I'm losing words here, but come on, help me out. But, yeah, I mean, Podcasts are the shit. Especially the Smacks cast. They are not shit bombs, they are the shit, you're right. That'd they be. are the shiznito bam, snip snap, zap. Good God in heaven. Great goodness. Anyway, last point, and we probably already covered this because but we've really stayed on path here, you know. Um, Americans do tend to be trend consumers. You know that as well yeah. as I do. Yeah. So, like, because, like, in the 80s, for the most part, it was situation comedy and Danielle Steele as far as literature goes. Today, it's The Walking Dead and George R. R. Martin. And together we say, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I said together we say. I know, man. I, I got on way too late. I'm sorry. I was together like, together we say. Page. Thank God. Good God, uh, God y'all. Good God, y'all. Dude, ab- absolutely, man. That I mean, was terrible. There's just like a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of cool shit out there. And My I think, larynx did a hitch on Dude, HBO actually. has a lot to do with that. I mean, taking chances Holy on shit, shows. Holy shit, the original programming on HBO. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you were mentioned talking about The Wire earlier, and that's not that science happen. fiction and horror. But there's a lot of horrific shit that happens in the and wire. And it's, it's a beautifully made television. David Simon's a fucking genius, man. Treme. I was keep hitting that Treme button. Uh, six Feet Under. Six Feet Under was awesome. Boardwalk Empire. Carnival, which we talked Carnival about Carnival is on uh, the shelf there. Um, I miss Deadwood. Rome. And I'm not a big Western. Yeah. yeah. Bottom yeah, shelf. Yeah, Bored to Death, man. Uh, Hung was the shit. No, Hung was a uh, Showtime. Maybe. No, that was HBO. It was HBO. Hung was the shit. If you never watched well, that, it, it was a true. comedy. But I, yeah. I remember uh, with old so Tom, we, Tom and Jane. I got called in to do some stunt dicking. That's yeah, that's right, man. Yeah. That was yours. Uh, yeah, uh, that's probably why it got canceled because the I think the wide angle camera broke. Well, and it was too. Yeah, I mean that that fucked up the budget. I mean from mm-hmm. there it just spiraled downhill. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was like um, there was an international embargo on banana hammocks, and I couldn't do it anymore. That's messed up. Man. I know. Well, anyway, I think we pretty much fully covered that. If you, we're going to start requesting feedback from you guys, and and we don't like flaming, so you know, chill out on that if you can. Um, we understand, and we're open minded that some of you may fucking hate our podcast. We love you. We we love everybody. Like we said, we don't we we don't hate the player. We hate the game. You know. Yes. So if you, but we, we want you the cost <laughs> to be the boss. Uh, oh my God, Max yeah. has all the good zingers. But anyway, please, if you have any um, any feedback or anything interesting you'd like for us to discuss, or you questions um, that you'd like for us to research and talk about, email us at smaxcast at gmail dot com. And uh, we'll be glad to add some features and or 
you know, talk about things. Also find us and friend us on Facebook, man. We recently started a Twitter page. Uh, so you find us on Twitter. Uh, if you don't, we'll find you. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, you know, jump on We are everywhere. Yeah, man, we're on the, we're on the, I think we're on Reddit. Uh, yeah. yeah, And, um, soon to come. What else we got? Oh man, smackscast.com in the works. In the works. We under, have the domain name. It under is new ours. Management for sure. Dude. We are going to be up and roaring on the web page really quickly, and it's going to be a kick-ass web page. And I like everybody to know that if you've looked, and we're still going to have our blog on smackscast.wordpress.com. My boy here did all the background work on that theme. So the fucking awesome background with the TARDIS and the Van Gogh Starry Night theme max copied that in you know manipulated the code a little bit yes by did it he means i appropriated it from the internet and placed it on our side i'm no, responsible no, for the we, art well, uh, well i was no, i was clear. gonna finish okay so i'm saying that he 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 put it on the fucking page but he did it. it happen Kevin. i wouldn't have done it that way mine would have been a little bit more simplified but i do then i went ahead and, and the banner that he put on the blog page um, the basically the Last Supper themed Game of Thrones thing, which is freaking awesome, I put on our new Facebook page. Yeah, which is it's it's super cool. I'm not entirely sure who did it, but uh, any and all credit to the to the yeah. artists. Uh, we just it's it just represents shit that we love. Yeah, so. whoever did it, you did a fantastic fucking awesome job. I mean, anybody that watches the show can pick out every character in that mural. But please, if you do like the cast, if you enjoy what we do. Um, and we're not going to get serious on you. Don't worry about that. We're still going to be a couple of clowns six weeks from now. But please like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes if it's not too much trouble. All you got to do is click on the stars. Go out and click on like, and then we're good to go. Show okay. that love, man. Show that hate. If you send us a hate mail, I'm going to read it on the air, man. I'm probably going to yeah. start crying. So I if you want to hear a good-ass dude. No, you know, I don't mind criticism. And I, if you don't like what we're doing, you have comments, cool, dude. But just don't flame. There's no need to be, you know, to get out of hand. Yeah, make it constructive, man, if you want to see something change. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, email somebody and make it look like one of those um, newspaper cutout ransom notes. You right. know, I don't, have your t- <laughs> don't don't be a troll because I watch Troll Hunter and I know how it's done. Fucking hell! I have the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Norwegian. Yeah. That like, was yeah, fucking crazy. Weird. It, yeah, man. It was like well, it was similar to Monster, which we or Monsters, whatever, whichever um, it is. I've got that one too. I can't. Is it Monsters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Monsters. Monsters. That's awesome. why you were talking about the show, and I was like, oh, because you know, yeah. every time I go visit my buddy Max at Barnes and Noble, I have to walk out of there with merchandise. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, that's the only, you know, that's how I keep our friendship thriving, by handing over the credit card. Anyway, um, that's our spiel as far as feedback. Sorry to break in on that, but we're, we're trying, you know, because if, if you get more ratings on iTunes, then there's a possibility you might get featured. Yeah. And if you get featured, you know, it just keeps the ball rolling. So, Dude, finger our pies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> finger our pies. There will be no martial rakeage at your house. Um Neighbor's house, not so lucky. Absolutely. I mean, we love doing it. We're going to do it until the end of time anyway, as far as we can, or until my wife kicks me out and I no longer have the ability to smacks cast. But then again, Max has a couch. Um, all right. I've got 
well, before I move on to the next feature, you got anything uh, good for us, Max? Uh, I mean, it just depends on what order you want to go in. I got some DVD releases. We get some uh, theatrical Yeah, do the stuff. DVD releases, would you? Okay. Because so it's, uh, it's a few things we didn't cover from last week because we did talk about some forthcoming stuff. Awesome. Uh, so this week, uh, that movie The Campaign comes out with Will Ferrell <laughs> and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, uh, where they're kissing the baby on the cover. Yeah, and so the, the brief, brief synopsis is uh, local politician Marty Huggins, played by Galifianakis, is called in to topple, uh, called in to topple current congressman uh, Cam Brady, played by Will Ferrell, and ridiculousness <laughs> What a ensues. yuppie name, dude. What dude, a totally. And it's, Cam Brady. You know he plays that to a T, too. Like, <laughs> probably both of those guys. I mean, Galifianakis plays that that weird, shaky. It's, I've heard it's awesome. Zach so. Galifianakis is one of my favorite comedians out there, period. He helped make uh, Bored to Death the shit. I mean, it, dude, yeah. Ted Danson was the shit. He was the shit on yeah. that. He was the shit on damages. Anyway. Ted uh, Danson's the original shit. Because Zach Gillifinakis is the new shit because there is nobody more hilarious in the in the um hangover movies than Zach Gillifinakis. That even that fucking monkey in the hangover yeah. part two. Oh dude, and nobody rocks two ferns like Zach Gallifinakis, man. <laughs> you see that shit online in between two ferns or whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we talked about Rosemary's baby already, so I'm a But did you it. have any other information on Rosemary's baby? Uh, da, 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 starring uh, Mia Farrow and John Cassavetes. Uh, well, we talked about the plot a little bit, so no, not necessarily. Uh, it's a well, it's a Criterion release. I mean, it's going to be ridiculously thoroughly uh, remastered. It's going to look fucking beautiful, uh, and it'll be half off next month at Barnes and Noble, man, through the nineteenth. So, uh, what's up, <laughs> Playa? You can't be yes, pimping Barnes and Noble anyway. I guess I've done it too. For, so. for Criterion fans, man, I don't care if I quit tomorrow. I'm just saying, like, that's the time to buy Criterion. <laughs> and you know, I have a lot of the Criterion collection films. I probably have nine or ten of them there on the second shelf on the right yeah. hand side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Max has sold me every one. <laughs> but um, that little sorry about that little blip a little minute ago, folks. That was my RSS nude f- news feeder on my my uh, Mac here. So. Well, it's so better than me just smacking gum. So, yeah, hey, it's cool. Any other release DVD releases? Uh, I think I got two more. I got Safety Not Guaranteed with uh, Aubrey Plaza, who's a really funny chick. Really, uh, I've never, I haven't heard of that one. Uh, it's got a little bit of uh, Mary Lynn Rag Rag Cub. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was hoping you'd come in and say. I don't know if that that's one. right, but it sounds Same. right. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Garland is in there from uh, Larry David's show. He's got that uh, real grady voice. He was in Daddy Daycare, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. With yeah, uh, yeah, he's the big dude. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Um, and he yeah, does uh, Pumbaa, so. right? On uh, Timon and Pumbaa. The, does he really? The little hedgehog. Doesn't he do the voice of the little hedgehog? Or oh, whatever. whatever. No, wouldn't they it? That's Nathan fucking, Lane and shit, maybe it is. They didn't bro. fucking uh, hedgehog cast, yeah. so sorry. Yeah, screw it, man. <laughs> uh, shit, dude. Next week, hedgehog cast. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, Kristen Bell, dude. The, the ever baller Veronica Mars and shit. Hey, did you ever watch Veronica Mars? Uh, no, that show is awesome, dude. It, it was not. It was something that I, I sort of. Uh, I think a friend at work told me to get into it. I was sort of hesitant. It didn't seem like my kind of show. It seemed like you're. I think it was a CW show too, man. That was a. I think you're right. A yeah. super dope show by the guy who also created Party Down, which is also fantastic. I have seen Party uh, Down. Different tone entirely, but a lot of the same. I tell you what, I've wanted to watch. I'm not a big um, comedy guy as far as shows, sitcoms. Yeah. First of all, thirty minutes isn't long enough right. to me, but. One I do want to see that's been on now for several years because I watch Sons of Anarchy on FX. Yeah, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I've got to see that. Yeah, I've only seen a few episodes, man. It is funny. Uh, What's the name of that guy that was on uh, Horrible Bosses? That's Charlie, also Charlie Day. Yeah, he is yeah. so funny. God, and really, I mean, the show is funny overall. For some reason, it wasn't one that I've been like compelled to watch everything. Shit, from, Danny which is DeVito. My normal... 
default setting or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito's great. And at some point, I really I, I expect I'll go through and watch them all too. Uh, hey man, as long as it doesn't hit the keypad. I know, but I was uh, just like, dude, that was just a cable hitting the desk. Wow, fuck. In, inside joke. E- email, uh, like us for for the secret. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> just try that. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're giving out Smacks Cast T-shirts for the for the the person who clicks on like for the 260th time. Nice man. Um, unfortunately, it will be one of my old white T-shirts, and it will be made with a um, black magic marker, but. You may get a mustache hat if you click that 260-something to like. <laughs> uh, the t-shirt will not shrink. Right. The stash hat will. The armpits are already broken in. Nice. They're nice and hard. Yeah. Firm. Oh, dude. I mean, uh, <laughs> spear point bent. Uh, Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. What else, dude? Well, okay. So the, the premise of that flick, real quick, safety not guaranteed. Uh, three magazine employees head out on that, an assignment. I'm sorry. That was the 23rd that was released? Uh, coming out the 30th, oh, okay, man. So cool. this is all uh, upcoming. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, and now that we're current, it's... My uh, ADD's fucking kicking it's, in, it's I cool, guess. man. My, uh... Isn't it nice to be current? Yeah. It's so yeah. nice. We were like three Flavorful. weeks, four yeah. weeks behind at one point. Yeah. Hey, sorry about... Right. The, also, folks, sorry about the 1.5... <laughs> We thought the first cast we did might have just been a practice run, but we got everything posted, so. Hey, man, you know your numbers, right? Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, three magazine employees heading out on an assignment to interview a guy who placed a classified ad seeking a companion for time travel. And I, (laughs) I, I got a good impression from the stuff I heard about this film. I just really don't know a lot more about it than is there a, a science fiction element to this? Yeah, or is totally. It purely uh, comedy. I believe so. Anyway, I think there's at least there. It it either is true that there's time travel, or it seems true until it isn't. I I don't know. So no spoilers because I just <laughs> simply don't have the info. But and uh, I'm not gonna let you forget fearless vampire right. killers. No, no I do. I seriously on. want to check that out. Man. <laughs> um, and then also Ruby Sparks, which I heard. Like, oh a yeah, crap ton of good stuff. Yeah, about. Um, Paul Dano and yep. uh, um, the guy that was blacklisted, his granddaughter, right? Elia Zo. Oh, Kazan. Kazan. Yeah, Elia Kazan. There you go. The guy and that was is... so kind of witch hunted, blacklisted. Yeah, she, she wrote this thing too. Yeah, she stars they, it. But... And they live together. I mean, they are really? a couple. Yeah, I read an article huh. about them. Her and Dano, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's got a net binning. You got uh, oh, Puss, really? Puss in Boots himself, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> uh, as Mc... long as he is not trying to sell nasal necks. That's right, man. Nasal necks. Uh, <laughs> nasal necks. Bzz, bzz. Chris Messina. I'm not familiar. Uh, and Asif Manvi, man, from The Daily Show, amongst other things. And the uh, not particularly great adaptation of the wonderful cartoon uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, God. Do the cartoon is... is uh, the only, the only good thing about that adaptation was Dev Patel. Yeah. Well, and potentially Asif Monfi. I didn't watch it, but it yeah. just looked like garbage. Now, did, he didn't uh, play... What did he play in the the last airbender? What uh, oh, part I'm not even take? 100% sure. He was like either... He was one of the generals or something. Oh, I, I gotcha. Something like that. I can't recall. Cool. Uh, but anyway, and this is about a, a young dude named Calvin, played by Paul Dano. He's a young novelist who achieved phenomenal success early on. Uh, but is now struggling with his writing as well as his romantic life. So he uh, writes himself a character who then shows up on his couch uh, and throws his his whole world, you know, into tumultuous craziness. Uh, so I mean, it, it it looks like an awesome flick. I heard it's it's like a you know crazy rom com, you know, uh, mind bomb. What not? Who even knows, man? Uh, but it it looks like an awesome flick. <laughs> <I'm>, like, 
Secrets I'm taking reveal. pictures for the website in the background. Max is like, leave me the fuck alone. Well, no, like, but I can't make a face while I'm talking at the same time. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. But no, anyway, no, man, so, you gotta take pictures of me. So no, I'm flicked, I thought you were showing me, but it wasn't there. Uh, oh, shit, I was recording that on video. <laughs> it's cool, man. But Smack's cool. cast behind the scenes. Anyway. By, okay. Yeah, uh, that movie sounds really cool. Do you know if it was released on Blu-ray and DVD or just... Well, I have to imagine so. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't for sure, but there's no reason it wouldn't be. Doesn't it seem like these days... I mean, it used to be like when, when Blu-ray first came out, they started releasing back catalogs very, very slowly. Yeah. Very slowly. Now, if you get a new release out, it's automatically out on Blu-ray. And, not, and that's not a terribly profound thing to say but it's true i mean it's a you know but that's the evolution of it i mean it's you're right before not everything was you know you it was a special film if it got picked for blu-ray and now pretty much everything has a blu-ray it's an unspecial film if it doesn't so but you'll find uh, release after release after release pausing for the picture yeah but anyway um yeah you'll find several releases of a film these days like it, it's just it's all a money making scheme, really. And then they bitch about you know, people are downloading shit, yada yada yada. But you know, like for example, Lord of the Rings. How many times has that fucking thing been released on DVD since the film was out? I mean, several. Are you right? including Blu-ray also? Yeah, at least yeah, Blu-ray. Two times at least on DVD and multiple times then again on Blu-ray because it, it you know <laughs> each one got its regular release, its extended release in a big giant box. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the expensive one, which was good, the the extended. Oh, that's a flip, I mean, that's a movie to own on Blu-ray, man. I use that as an example all the time because people still ask me, you know, like what's you know what's the point of Blu-ray? Is Blu-ray worth it? It's worth it. It's not worth it for my dinner with Andre. Also, a fantastic <laughs> film. Uh, but it's yeah, just two dudes talking, man. Depardieu. No, it's uh, Wallace no. Shawn and uh, wait a minute. Andre Drake. No, no, no. no. One of the Carradines. Martin. Keith Carradine. No. 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 I, I fucking you, bet you. you. You want me to tell you now? Okay, never mind. Yeah, tell my, me. My dinner with Andre was just two dudes, so it's Wallace Shawn from. Uh, oh, it wasn't. And, oh, uh, never mind. I'm thinking the, Andre the Seal. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Uh, Didn't they have a, a seal? Here, I'm looking on IMDb. No, but I do love me some uh, Keith Carradine for sure. Yeah, uh, okay. They had a fucking. Oh, there was a movie wow, named That is an Andre. entirely different flick. Uh, yeah, okay. I got Keith you. Carradine, Tina Majorino. Okay, I'm uh, half fringes. Half fringes, Joshua Jackson. Hell uh, yeah. Veronica Mars and Napoleon And then that Dynamite's motherfucker, if you can say that name. Uh, no, sir. Keith Zarabajka. Nice. But did you know he was in uh, the, um, the television adaptation of Stephen King's Gold, The Golden Years? No. He played the main character. Have you seen that uh-uh. film? I'm thinking of On Golden Pond anyway. No, okay. The Golden Years was A Man Starts to Age Prematurely. No, Did you get another man. funky phone call? Yeah, some one eight hundred bullshit. Jesus, just, uh, somebody trying to you know place ad time on some yeah. cast. I told them we don't have time, man. We're we're talking, dude. We got no. Okay, we, we do have <laughs> like time. when uh, Keith knocked on my door tonight before we recorded. And I opened the door and I'm like, we don't want any. He's like, sir, I'm here to tell you about the Lord. And um, I was, and I did, and did changed. I got that old time religion. Got that old time religion. Got that old time religion. And it's good. Can't sell me cookies do today. Hey oh man, yeah. I'm, no, we'll we'll still take cookies. The Girl Scout cookies, they're everywhere right now. I mean, as far really? as these these kids selling cookies, I've I, yet to get a doorknob. I want me some. Either that minutes, or popcorn, man. right? I mean, yeah, I they're always popcorn. selling something, but. Anyway, was that? Did you have any more DVDs? You did have one more, didn't you? No, that was it. That was the last DVD. Uh, oh. Sorry for the stretched out uh, discussion of it, but it it looks awesome. My bad. No, it's all good, man. We got some uh, some sweet pictures. You'll be able to see what goofy shit was going on 
uh, as that happens. So, yeah. <laughs> we got to do more of that just for the hell of it, after all. Just for the fuck of it. <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah, people are going to not like if we keep singing on if these keep, podcasts. If I keep crooning and ripping up Diet Coke. Uh, Man, themes and shit. Okay, do we have to put the rake in the corner just so we keep, you know, because if something happens to that fucking rake, yeah. no more trips to the empty grocery store for us. Right. Uh, anyway. A, a rake at the gates of hell. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go. Next <laughs> feature. In theaters, October the 26th, 2012. And certainly these aren't all the movies in theaters on the 26th. There were like four. Um, two that we're not going to talk about. One of them I know is Chasing Mavericks, and I didn't think listeners of Smacks Cast would want to hear about a surfing movie, so I'm just leaving it alone. But I thought it was just a dude running after John McCain, like Chasing Mavericks, just, <laughs> just jogging. Just a, a dude trying to ch- track down no. uh, Jodie Foster and James Garner, Mel Gibson, oh my and Phil God. Maverick. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Tom Cruise. Was it Tom Cruise? He was Maverick in Top Gun. No, I was thinking of that film Maverick based on the old show. But yes, no, that's know, good too. Yeah. He would be, he would also be in there. Somebody yep. somebody draw a picture of that. Damn. Whew. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyway, um, and I did mention in in my in our Twitter feed, which probably nobody saw because we just set it up yesterday. But Cloud Atlas, the biggest enigma of the the, the this film going season, um, starring Tom Hanks. The biggest enigma to me, because I see those trailers, and I'm just fucking mind blown. I mean, it, it looks so intriguing, I definitely want to see it. Just oh, it's going to be interesting. See what's going nothing on. else, man. Did you see Tom Hanks drop that F-bomb on morning television? No. Apparently he, uh, I think it was on what? Good Morning America or something like that, he slipped into uh, he slipped into character a little bit, as they asked him to, and he was he even kind of said in advance, like, I'm afraid I'm going to curse. That's, you know, this character, uh, he also plays like 20 people in this flick, as they all do. It was on uh, Good Morning America, and he he accidentally dropped an f bomb and immediately was like, "I'm sorry, I just you know it's when I'm in care." You know, I, it, yeah, it was. I thought it was endearing. But, How did uh, they react? Oh, I think immediately the host, whoever she is, was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry, uh, you know, children of America or whatever <laughs> that you had to hear that." You know, of course, yeah, everybody has these to children of America and, they never hear f bombs. Well, like children of well, yeah, yeah, and they watch a lot of Good Morning America. Yeah. Uh, so what that's what I waited up for, but we only had like three channels, so yeah, it was Captain Kangaroo and Good Morning America. Oh man, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> anyway, Kangaroo. you're not gonna believe this shit, but uh, Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, is it Halle or Holly? I think it's Hallie, but it's, Hallie. I mean, it's whatever she um, wants. Jim Broad, Jim Broadbent, whom nice. I love, he's yeah. fucking fantastic. In one of my favorite musical films ever, Topsy Turvy, about yeah, okay. the make when they made the Mikado, Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, oh, with like Eric Idle and uh, no, yeah, that was I have oh, it yeah, over there in the uh, Criterion. Yeah, collection. that is a Criterion. No, I'm thinking of the film they made at the Mikado with. Uh, anyway, go ahead, sir. I got gotcha. you. Um, Excuse me, the amazing Hugo Weaving, Jim Sturgis, whom I have grown to love. If anyone has ever seen uh, Fifty Dead Men Walking, he was in that movie one day as well about the two people who hit um, Anne Hathaway, um, their college friends, okay. and they wind up every year on a certain day. They yeah. definitely try to talk to each other, etc. Okay, but Jim uh, Sturgis, he was also in a movie called Heartless, which kind of leans our way more and I can't remember I think he made a deal with um with El Diablo nice that um, but in 50 Dead Men Walking he play it's based on a true story of an IRA informant oh cool who, okay yeah and and this dude got fucking shot like 20 times he got he went into like witness protection or their form of witness protection hiding was in Canada 
and he goes out, and this is a spoiler, folks, so if you haven't seen it, but he goes out to start his car one morning, and IRA hitman shows up and just pumps him full of lead, and the fucking dude lived. And, I and mean, that's this, based on a real dude? Yeah, Holy and the shit, sad man. thing is, dude hadn't, he still hadn't seen his kids, and it's been like 20 years, and um, they said that they calculated how many lives he saved by informing against the IRA, and they said at least 50, if not more, but... Oh, Good man. flick. Not not really down the alley of Smack's cast, but we're going to, time to time, we're going to mention films that we oh, like. We, just we mentioned like, it, so it's in the alley for sure. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. We this is our podcast. It's our alley. Uh, yeah, I got you. Anyway, so Jim Sturgis, Keith David. Oh, Keith shit. Keith David. Shit. Never That's touch another man's fries. Southwest Airlines own Keith Absolutely. economy classes. Keith Are David. we going to wind up mentioning Keith David every week? I don't see why not. I mean, Gargoyles <laughs> is Keith David. <laughs> Last week was the release of uh, They Live, or when we talked about the release of They Live, and you happened to meet Keith David on a plane. And by meet, I mean I, I briefly said, like, hey, man, I think you're really cool. And then it is cool. What about Keith all David these voice, motherfucking like, Keith Davids on these motherfucking planes? Yeah. I was like, I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that? That's like the, the TNT dub or whatever. It's the most ridiculous. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it's awesome. li- oh, <laughs> it's beautiful. They man. really did that on television. Monkey fighting snakes on this <laughs> Monday to Friday plane. Makes but, perfect sense. Yeah. What's wrong with it? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, um, anyway, uh, directed by Tom Tykwer or Tykwer, uh, Andy Wachowski, and Lana, formerly Larry yeah, Wachowski. Yeah. Um, and this is an explore. And and all of these are quotes from uh, IMDb. <clears throat> Excuse me, damn it! But the summaries that I mention are. But anyway, an exploration of how the actions of individual lives impact one another in the past, present, and future as one soul is shaped from a killer into a hero and an act of kindness ripples across centuries to inspire a revolution. Um, this sounds dope. Okie uh, dokie. But, I mean, it also kind of sounds like uh, that Aronofsky flick, The Fountain, in a little bit of a way. Oh, please, you know God. Oh, my God. Dude. Uh, you know what? I liked a lot of things under. about that film. Like the soundtrack, the cinematography and the was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Hugh Jackman and Rachel but Weiss, the plot the was shite. Yeah, the plot was pretty loose. Uh, but I mean, it's it's <laughs> uh, it's like echoes of this. If this is any good, you know what I mean? Because it's it's that same sort of through the centuries. I do the Clint Manziel uh, Mogwai soundtrack though, untouchably fucking awesome. Oh, for uh, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, uh, no, for uh, sorry, I'm, I'm reaching for back the, the fountain because that that shit changed me, man. I don't listen to a lot of scores. You know, I've heard. Uh, our friend Rebecca talk about Mogwai as well. Yeah, she's a big she's a big Mogwai fan, and uh, she also is a Aronofsky soundtrack fan. I think too. Shit. Clint, Clint Manziel because he does most Aronofsky's flips. Um, if Max and Rebecca like it, Sean likes it. I mean, yes. that's just the way it is. It's, we triangulate. Anyway, I think the trailers are vague, but it's and it's interesting looking enough to hook me. Yeah, and if the story's as big as it it seems like it's going to be, it, it can't be anything but vague in a trailer. I mean, you can only tell so much, uh, and if it's that complex, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing that. I'm just, if, if for nothing else, to kind of try to separate the threads, you know, figure that shit out, but... Another one coming out that I'm actually interested in seeing even more than Cloud Atlas because I'm a fan of the game. My son and I played this years ago. But Silent Hill Revelation 3D. I could do without the 3D. 
Unless they shot it in 3D. You don't happen to know if they did, do you? No, not a fan. I, t- I, was, I was focused on you talking about how you were a fan of the game because earlier we were talking about how you hate the game, but you love the player. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, seriously. What a, anyway, fuck, what a uh, shit bomb. Sorry, man. Comedy callback. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not sure whether or not it's in 3D, but it seems like the flick that... The kind of okay, from now on, um, I'm not going to say got... hate the player, not the video game. There you go. Doesn't it have, uh... Or hate the game, not the player. Are you going to Jesus. the Doesn't it have, uh, fucking Jon Snow in it, man? Yeah, will you let Sorry. me finish? Okay. I just found out yeah. about that today. I'm really Starring excited. Adelaide Clemens, which I couldn't find much information about Adelaide. or stuff that was familiar to American audiences. I think she's either Australian or British, but... Kit Harrington, Yes, sir. Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Ned Stark's bastard. Hell yeah. And I really like the job Kit Harrington has done. He's been really, really good in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he... First he thing I've ever seen him in. Yeah. And it's it's all... I mean, you can read it on his face, whether or not he says anything. You can see yep. the, the conflicted way that he feels about, you know, his heritage, his current situation, his anything. I mean, that dude... Yeah, he's... I solid. think the kid has a real future, don't you? I agree. I mean, a real... In American film as well, but... He, he um, could probably be in, like, a Twilight film or something. Like that. No, oh, Lord God, dude, please let it end. Dude, let it know. end. And it will. For the most part. And I've got to tell everybody, I read the books. I have a daughter and a wife, and um, my wife hasn't read them, but my daughter and my mother both encouraged me to read these books. Oh, and you did it? And I held out for a long time because, see, I had bought Sarah the first Twilight book when it first came out before anybody knew shit about it. And um, and you journeyed to the heart of darkness. She man. kept it on. She kept it on her shelf for a year and a half or two years, something like that. And one of her friends was like, "Sarah, have you read Twilight? It's it's awesome, and it's getting big and bigger and bigger. You know, it became the behemoth that it currently is." And so Sarah read it and reread it. And started talking to me about it, and by then the second book had come had had been released, and um, I held out for almost a year, and then the third book had came out, and uh, one weekend I'm like, oh, everybody's asleep. I want to pick this first book up and just leave through a couple of pages, dude. I burnt a fucking weekend reading that and almost all of the second book. Yeah, not it's not. Literature, literature on the scale of Tolstoy or Dostoevsky. It's not... But you found it engrossing enough to... <laughs> the story just picked me up and it, it grabbed me. And I, The film, I've seen some of the films with my wife and, and daughter, and my wife does enjoy the films, but... Do you read Hunger Those Games? are so... Um, I have them. I have not read them yet. Oh, yeah. But, want some teen fiction. But I've got to say, the Twilight... Have you seen the Twilight movie? No. Well, some of it. I just... It yeah. just didn't... No. So the for me, as usual, the book is better. I love the books. Okay. But, you know, even being a big Stephen King fan, you know, his, some of the movies based on his books, they get a kind of a shit uh, reputation or review. I mean, they're actually, yeah, they're true. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, some solid shit. Do needful things, man. Like, I absolutely. Mean, yeah. Max von Sydow, come on. But, um, I'm not going to say, you know, like you said, okay. The books are generally better than films. In this case, in my opinion, just separate the two. Yeah. Because yeah. I can do without the film. Okay. At all, period. Not separate them like Walking Dead, where both properties are interesting and, right. and a little bit divergent. Okay, but right. separate them like, no. fuck, fuck the flicks. Right, okay, gotcha. fuck the flicks. And I gotcha. think it's because they made it too teeny cotton candy shit, you know, right. for me. But That said, it works, man. And like I had, bank, you know, people are raking in. I expected it a little bit, but, you know, you've got grown women 
that are becoming quote unquote twihards, oh, yeah. you know, and it's it's dis- it's disgusting. Right. Um, but as far as Silent Hill Revelation 3D, Carrie Ann Moss. Oh yeah. Okay. Sean Bean. What? Yes. Okay. And he was in the original Silent Hill, if I remember remember correctly. Yeah, I think, I you're think right, he played man. the father of the little girl that went missing. Okay. Uh, Rada Mitchell. So was who, she right? She was the mother yeah. in the original, and the glorious Malcolm McDowell. Oh, a Clockwork yes. Orange. Oh yes, man. Oh yeah, fantastic. Directed by Michael J. Bassett. I don't know what else he's done. I really didn't look that part up, but Viddy this shit well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when um, when her father disappears, Heather Mason is drawn into a strange and terrifying alternate reality that holds answers to the horrific nightmares that have plagued her since childhood. And that's the summary. But um, the previews look pretty creepy, so I'm I'm up for a good uh, creepy film because. Someday we're going to have to discuss the rise in popularity of horror and science fiction as a genre. Now, doesn't that have Jon Snow in it? I'm just fucking... Right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, you are a cock sandwich occasionally, but I love you. Delicious cock sandwich. Anyway, um, what, we got some other stuff. We do have... Oh, man, we got a, uh, an update on the iPad Mini. Uh, Apple released info on uh, the 23rd of this month regarding its new iPad Mini. Uh, and this, as, and we're kind of re- sorry to yeah, interrupt. Yeah. We're kind of recovering this because we did talk about it last week. But the stuff we got last week was it had a little bit of speculation involved. So this is direct from Apple. Cool. Yeah. yeah or yeah. it's from NBC. Or um, actually got it from NBCNews.com. But this is from the Apple release. So yeah, they, they got it from Apple, and Apple got it from like Steve, who got a little note from. Uh, <laughs> actually, Steve. From actually, Steve Jobs or Jobs. Yeah. Is it Jobs or think, Jobs? Jobs. jobs, but the dude's probably rolling in his grave because yeah. he was, from what I understand, and I'm probably wrong. Folks, call me on it. Um, he was totally opposed to a seven-inch screen on it. On really? It. Yeah, he just didn't like he, a tablet. Uh, I heard, yeah, I heard some rumors about Steve Jobs. You know that he just had <laughs> he that tablet was sized to fit a certain piece of his anatomy, and he wasn't trying to. You know, I'm just kidding. He's, when oh the iPad came God. out, it was swinging. You Have know, some respect uh, for the dead. Hey Max. man, I'm Jesus just, uh, Christ. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh, let's see. Apple seems to want to explain the iPad Mini's 7.9-inch screen, in part because it's not a Retina display, which is, you know, obviously a change from uh, the iPhone. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? My uh, iPhone has a Retina display. Well, and we discussed it a little bit earlier, but it's, yeah, and I think it's a price point issue because they want to be competitive with these smaller size tablets, uh, including, but not limited to, you know, the Nook and the... The Kindle Fire and all that shit because they want to be able to sell at that price point, but still have the Apple brand on it yeah. and and get that money, man. So I mean, and, and, and that's sorry, the way to do it. Sorry to digress again, but Max and I had a conversation earlier too about because I stopped in the store to talk to him, and we're like, dude, we can't talk to each other anymore and have a regular conversation because this this is how Smacks Cast was bur- was birthed based on just our bullshit conversations that we used to sit around and have for hours. So now we're just going to be like, hey, Max, what's up? You're like, nothing, man. How, how about those Dodgers, dude? Oh, yeah, Don. We, we don't give a shit about the Dodgers, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Are they in the playoffs? Weather's weather's pretty great right weather's now. Weather's great, yeah. Had a yeah, so get rid of that hemorrhoid or have the surgery yeah. again. Uh, so yeah. Horrific. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got some toe fungus. I just don't know where the fuck it came from. But we are not going to discuss. Sorry about that toe fungus, man. That was on me. I know. I was af- I was really afraid it had something to do with me swinging that rake around, but fuck it. Anyway, 
So, you see what I'm saying? We just can't have interesting conversations outside of the microphone. We're, we're saving it for you folks, man. That's right. Saving all our... Anyway, go ahead. Was it... He was, uh, in, he was all up into my singing, folks. I, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, I was I was grooving to it, dude. He's going to go and just tell his wife he's going to yeah. be like, that crazy motherfucker, he's on it again. No, I was reaching for a lighter to wave in the air, man. I, was, <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot we were doing a podcast. Oh, uh, I know you were reaching for that lighter, and it didn't have anything to do with a fucking bag of chips. No, sir, it didn't. <laughs> uh, what a bag of chips is involved <laughs> around or after the fact. Let's uh, go get that bag of chips after we're done, yes, Max. Yes, sir. Uh... So it's, uh, you know, the, um, we're thinking about how it stacks up with the 7-inch uh, Android tablets, particularly the, you know, the Google, the Google Nexus 7. Uh, and and what, what's coming from Barnes & Noble? Uh, forthcoming, you know, Nook HD, man, which oh, has yeah. a, a, uh, a PPI, like, it, it's got ridiculously clear screens. Like the 1020i or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, it, it basically is 1080p, as close as you can get to a retina screen on that size tablet. So, I mean, in, and in that And for how case, much? Like $200. They're yeah, not for, gonna, it's it's yeah. $199, I think, for the... Uh, uh, the HD and then the HD Plus with some more capability has it's like maybe two forty nine or something, uh, so not too yeah, much. Yeah, no, but now Barnes Noble is going to have their content store because I think yes. the way that Apple has been able to, and I'm an Apple guy. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I've got my Mac, my iMac, my MacBook, my iPhone, whatever. But excuse me, damn it, my and my daughter's running an iPad too. But I think the way they've been able to trump everybody is their their app store, Absolutely, you know, because yeah. they have some cool fucking apps out there. But now. Barnes Noble has a content store, so well, it's not I mean, their their apps and stuff are still going to be Android apps. the The content they'll have now is is. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with Android apps. No, well, no, I mean, and a lot of them are the same or you know similar to uh, right. you know, iPad apps and stuff, and they're still maybe a little inferior currently to the iPod or the you know the the iTunes uh, app store or whatever. Um, but it, what we're going to have though is is movies that you're buying directly through Barnes and Noble, uh, books that I mean, books you've always bought directly through Barnes and Noble, even in any format when you have a Nook. Uh, but I mean, uh, TV shows, movies, things like that, uh, music, I believe as well. Uh, you'll be purchasing through Barnes and Noble as opposed to side loading, which you'd had to do up to this point. So yeah. that, 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 and the, the mother, awesome if you're listening, yeah. I'm sure that word just made you vomit. <laughs> side load. My mom had the hardest time with side loading. I mean, I printed it out. I wrote it down. Whatever. Side loading was very hard for her. Hey man, I'm going to go drop a side load. I'll be right back. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, As opposed yeah. to front loading. <laughs> hey man, I just uh, let a front load. Let a front load. I, I don't need to go anywhere it because just happened, because but... your back load was backed up. Yeah, or what? I just yeah. got really really excited about the uh, the Apple iPad Mini. <laughs> uh, Is that all we've got as far as revisions? But... Oh, let's see. We get the did we oh, mention ten hours the... of battery life. There right. you go. That's not bad. Really. No, and that's that's also competitive with uh, or, or comparable to the the Nook HD because I think that's also what we're. Uh, what we're claiming over at the Barnes and Noble. And so, what about release and shipping? Do you know? Uh, let's see. It's going to start shipping November second uh, for the Wi-Fi version only. It's going to cost three twenty nine and up, man. So that is uh, still pricey. Maybe yeah. competitive. Uh, the LTE. Well, yeah. I mean, still, if you can get a, the HD, and that's going to be a nine inch tablet, right? For two fifty, right? That's the better one for less than yeah. this one. But I think I'm know, leaning towards Barnes and Noble. I, I love, mean, I love you, Apple, but. 
You bring you bring it back to me, man. I will draw an apple on there for an extra like twenty dollars. This is gonna be awesome. No, dude, because everything everything apple you buy, they give you like stickers. Yeah, I'm gonna draw a snapple on there instead. Don't even bother drawing. I'll bring you a bunch of fucking stickers. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, backstocking, man. Um, we'll be like the Chinese with the with the counterfeit store, right? Uh, <laughs> right. We have no intention of really doing that. If anybody uh, of note is listening, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, where were we at there? Sorry, I got sidetracked. What about uh, any news about? I made a note because you had mentioned uh, you might have something to talk about regarding our buddy Nathan Fillion. For those of us who are brown shirts, what? Uh, who's Nathan Fillion? No, I'm just kidding, man. That's, um, that's, that's Richard, Richard Castle. Castle. Does that ring a yeah. uh, amongst other things? Uh, uh, Mal, Captain Mal Reynolds, yeah, man. Mal Reynolds. Uh, so uh, I saw some stuff online and sort of uh, have adopted this theory as my own, although I did find it elsewhere, I believe. Uh, that uh, Nathan Fillion might be Star Lord in the new Guardians of the Galaxy film, right. and the the thinking behind that is so that means Nathan Fillion finally in a superhero movie, as I feel he was totally oh yeah uh, Green Lantern should have been, been Green Lantern, and he is the voice of Green Lantern in some of the animated flicks. But he, I yep. mean, and I like Ryan Reynolds; he's all right. Nathan Fillion would have been the dopest Hal Jordan. He was, he yep. was the most obvious pick. He looks. I mean, when you picture these characters, to me, Fillion looks more like Hal Jordan. Absolutely, I think Ryan man. Reynolds was too young to play Hal Jordan. And Hal Jordan's quippy, but he's Philly and quippy, not Reynolds quippy. It's, right. He just... They have two different, completely different types yeah. of humor. Yeah. And the other thing, Ryan Reynolds, a decent, a decent if not perfect pick for Deadpool, and then they sewed his fucking mouth shut, man. Because <laughs> Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds quippy, well, like lightning fast, he was, ridiculous shit. He was funny as hell until he became Deadpool. Right, so I'm, I'm glad they put that in, and I think they're still thinking about making a Deadpool game with his voice and film with him, uh, where I believe he does talk, and they sort of correct the things they did wrong with the Deadpool character but cool. um, anyway the, it's, I think Fillion's going to be Star-Lord because uh, Guardians of the Galaxy a forthcoming Marvel flick uh, they're obviously going cosmic I think at the time they were looking at either Black Panther which I was so behind dude Black <laughs> Panther is fucking awesome yeah um, so hopefully that still happens who would they have Oh, I mean, everybody, everybody online's talking about uh, Jaiman Hansuo, if I said that right. That <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. He but was in the Four saying, Feathers. Yeah, with, uh, yeah. And now they're thinking maybe he's a little too old for the part, so I said, fuck it, throw him in there as Chaka, you know, uh, Chala's dad. What about Idris Elba? Idris Elba would be good, same issue, though. Like, they, I think they're going to want a younger dude oh, overall, you know you. what I mean? Like, otherwise, what about Chuatal Ejio 4? What about, you know, there's all these awesome... Oh, I love fuck that yeah. Dude, by the Although, isn't Ejio 4, is he close in age to Idris Elba or not? I think so. I don't know. You know what? Actually, I mean, I love everything Chiwetel Ejiofor does, especially when he was in Serenity. Yeah. But have you ever seen Kiki Boots? Yeah. Well, yeah. Supposed to be kind of a true story about a a shoe factory in England. Maybe not. That was going to go out of business, so they decided to make women's boots and take it to the Milan uh, shoe uh, fair or fashion show. Okay. And Chiwetel Ejiofor played a cross-dressing or transvestite uh, woman who helped them design and everything and, and model. Awesome. He knocked that role out of that. I mean, it's fantastic, but he's also done so many other things, like wasn't there a movie called Red Belt? Yeah, right, that's a David Mamet flick, too, man. That uh, was fucking awesome. Yeah, and he's like an MMA fighter and stuff, and it's, yep. it's Mamet scripting with cool, you know, uh, action and stuff. Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so, so getting back to Philly and a Starload, there are my theory there, although I totally support a Black Panther flick, I think that would be awesome, the, the yep. comic by Reginald Hudland is dope, the animated, uh, version with the John Romita Jr. art is fantastic, the theme is beautiful. Romita, yeah. Uh, 
but I'm getting way sidetracked. So Philly and a Starlight, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, Cosmic Marvel stuff. Obviously, Marvel's going cosmic with the uh, cosmic with the end of the Avengers, having you know Thanos in there and stuff. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy is a is a crew of like sort of space Avengers or whatever. They got a living tree man, a space ant, oh, if what? you will, named Groot. And this dude says one word ever, and it's Groot. So. <laughs> Uh, so they've they've already kind sounds, of postulated that Groot is going to be moved to sort of the background character. They also sounds got like a, some guys I went to high school with. Yeah, where there's a Groot, still uh, good guys, good yeah. guys. They just thought about one thing. Well, yeah, same thing. Great space end, just one thing on his mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, and then uh, also the there's a character called Rocket Raccoon who is in fact a anthropomorphized Hell rac- yeah. rac- uh, raccoon. I love raccoon. that name. Uh, Rocket Raccoon. Shit, I'm gonna mess this up. That's like Sorry. Sam Beckmanvitov, man. Except I got that <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, uh, is an awesome character, and he's got a bunch of great lines. He says all kinds of witty shit, but they're also gonna probably like, move like, that. I want your nuts. Uh, yeah, he he wants those nuts. You know, he wants whatever <laughs> else is in your garbage can. Uh, mm, so uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit uh, nuts. But I'm I'm betting he gets moved to the background. Uh, but there's also a character, a uh, Sorry, sort of Han, Han Solo, you know, the the roguish male adventurer and space character uh, yeah. called Star Lord, uh, whose character name I forget, Peter something I think. Anyway, uh, it's it's very possible that Nathan Fillion would fill that role because it is sort of his. Uh, he would be a, he would definitely be a fitting cast choice for that and uh, the guy directing the Guardians of the Galaxy getting getting down to my point I guess is James Gunn and James Gunn oh, is yeah, uh, Joss yeah. Whedon's close personal homie I've heard Joss him Whedon, interviewed and he is yeah. so funny man James Gunn's cool man he's yeah. done a bunch of other good stuff uh, and I, it seems very feasible that he would throw Philly in another, another uh, proper out to Chris Hardwick one of my he's my favorite podcaster he's uh, Nerdist is just fucking fantastic I'm just I'm serving up the love to Chris Hardwick. He was my favorite singled out host on MTV. <laughs> he was also the only singled out host. Chris Hardwick. He was, great and he did uh, a voice some voice work on uh, Back to the Barnyard. Yeah, that was dude. Uh, my my kid just watched some of that the other day. He's Hell right yeah. On there. But anyway, he knows James Gunn somehow, nice. and um, when you when he interviews James James Gunn is just so funny. He seems like such a cool dude. I would just. I just think we're probably you know a week or two away from being able to fly out there and hang out with those guys. Gun dog, yeah, as we call them. Gun dog, uh, yeah. Close, close personal homies as well. So, uh, but we need you people to like us first. No, like us all the way to the bank. No, uh, cra- no. Believe me, there is no bank involved. People, the, the Max blood. is hallucinating again. The bag of chips was rather strong. The, the blood bank. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so and and I, I sort of uh, unless so you guys want to send private donations, that's cool. yeah. Well, hey man, uh, but that was my thought process, you know, behind that. So I mean, it, nothing, nothing confirmed, but uh, Philly and Star Lord question mark finally answered. Uh, that's there's still a question mark, but uh, I sure think that seems possible. And I, I promised a block of Marvel stuff. Uh, hey man, hey hey. All right, sorry, I'm starting to ramble. Uh, had, to, had to wake this dude up a little bit, uh, dude. Iron Man I'm three sorry, trailer. Dude. Iron Man really three trailer tired. hit the internet yesterday. Did you see it? No, uh, I have not seen it. It was fucking awesome, and you get to you get your first real look at Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. Uh, really? Yeah, and a little bit of uh, uh, RDJ using the extremist power in the suit, man. Because uh, they're also they're working in sort of two storylines. Why don't with, we uh, Why don't we preview the trailer a little bit? At least the audio. You want to do that? I think we can do it, and I'm um, sorry for the lack of video, folks, but here's a little audio. <laughs> oh, 
shit. <laughs> Dude, it, it just sounds cool, man. It does. I just uh, like that part. Oh, it, 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 yeah, this looks fantastic, man. And it's so cool that they're gonna that this is gonna hit the theater after the Avengers, like uh, in May, I think. It's Rel- yeah, May that, Thor comes out. In, like, that's November. relatively quick. Yeah. Don't you think? Captain America slated for 2015, and then uh, or yeah. 2014 rather, and then uh, Iron Man. Whoops, sorry, folks. Extremists. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yep. Pepper Potts. Oh, yeah. And an Iron Patriot suit just grabbing his shoulder. And this summer. Crazy. Menaces. Mandarin. Hell yeah. Terrorist. Who the fuck is that? Wait, wait. I won't spoil it. <gasps> ben, ben Kingsley! Ben Kingsley, dude. <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley. It didn't even sound like Ben Kingsley. The sexiest beast. He's doing voice, man. Like Heath Ledger did the Joker, I think. Yeah. I was talking to Clint East. She said it looks like he's about to meet uh, Aquaman right here. Yeah. <laughs> A little uh, DC Marvel crossover. Could be. Or Namor. Oh, badass. You folks need to get out on the web and watch this trailer. It's freaking sweet. Yeah, if you've not already watched this like 20 times, uh, which I have. Oh. You should. Dragging the suit. Yeah, man. Through the snow. Yeah, it's funny. It says this summer, and then it says it's May 2013. But they consider yeah. May as part of that summer season, I think. Hell in, yeah. In, Cast of Robert like Downey that. Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, Guy Pierce, Rebecca Hall, Stephanie Zostak, James Badge Dale, which he's good. He was in uh, The Pacific when it was on HBO. The, right on. Um, uh, and then John Favreau, of course. Favreau, man, is happy Hogan. Yeah, happy. And Ben... Sir Ben Kingsley, he's fucking amazing. As the Mandarin, dude. And doing, like I said, like I was thinking, you know, maybe it sounds like he's doing a little uh, almost Ledger-inspired voice. Like, not, he doesn't necessarily sound like that, but it sounds like he's taking liberties with that voice to, you know, maybe, I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah it, it didn't sound like him. That's amazing. Sounds, yeah. Thanks for turning us on to that, Yeah, Max. right? That, looks, that was an unexpected awesome. deal, so. Yeah, sorry uh, about the uh, mute, and uh, sorry about the loudness of it, folks. But yeah. I can, yeah, it sounded pretty awesome to me. But... I got uh, one more bit of Marvel uh, cool. business. Also. Serve it so up. This is part of the Marvel block right here. Uh, I, I kind of feel <laughs> this bad. This is uh, the Marvel podcast. Yeah. Br- brought to you by Disney. And no, uh, <laughs> not at all. Um, it, we'll do a Cinderella ad after this. Uh, Fuck yeah. Hey, man, that's, yeah, that's a good play. Or what, it was one of the um, best. No, wait a minute. Um, weren't the little Siamese cats in what movie was that? Oh, it was Lady and the Tramp, right? Yeah, we are Siamese, if you please. Is this because of the Mandarin? This, let's not get... No, I'm just kidding. We are Siamese, yeah, awesome, if you don't please. <laughs> uh, so we're in the Marvel block, Ooh. man. Agent... It, it, there goes all the light clicks. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Where do I find the this motherfucker sucks button? 
That's right. It's right. Uh, it, it's labeled like, but it, it's going to say that uh, no. <laughs> They're going to uh, fucking iTunes is going to load a shit bomb button just for us, Max. Hey, dude, that's uh, but you no know publicity, what? bad publicity. The website's paid for. We're going to keep casting. That's God it. Damn. Uh, through through uh, at least through October oncoming. Yeah. Yeah. Fraught with the peril and stuff. We don't give a shit. Cool. Well, Ooh. what else about Marvel? Uh, so anyway, Marvel News uh, fan favorite man uh, Phil Coulson, played by uh, Clark Gregg, Agent Phil Coulson, who who Clark Gregg. I'm trying to picture alert. Clark Gregg. Uh, you watch the Avengers? I haven't gotten to see it yet. Holy shit! Believe that shit? Do you believe that? Wow, man! I don't know if I can my talk my about son it. has the Avengers downstairs. Yeah. I will watch this when we are finished. I, I mean, I think I'm gonna leave right now, though. I'm, I, I'm, are you going to weep? Are you no, weeping? I'm just taking off. Forget it. Uh, no, but, no, 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 but I should perhaps not. Uh, okay, folks, if the this. website's not up for a month, it's because Max left early. Yeah. I got to go to like a mountaintop and just cry and take LSD and shit. Takes us 20 minutes yeah. to get prepped to record, but it's going to take like 10 minutes for us to load the website. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, but anyway, okay, so I think I could do this without spoiling certain things of the Avengers, but uh, Agent Phil Coulson to appear in a forthcoming. Uh, Shield television show, man, uh, produced by Joss Whedon, taking what? place. Yeah, taking place before the Avengers, so it's gonna be it's Shield gonna be, television show. Yeah, so like Agents of Shield. And yeah, shit. so it's probably gonna be like I doubt you're gonna see Fury. I doubt you're gonna see any of the Avengers and stuff, but you might see other superheroes, which is awesome. It's gonna be like uh, it, it's a show about Shield, dude. It's gonna be fucking yeah. great. Uh, that with Whedon awesome. sort of loosely in charge, you know, but other people directing the episodes. Uh, taking place before the storyline of Avengers, so I think that's going to be really cool. Man, from um, what I read, Joss Whedon had the fucking time of his life directing the Avengers. I, I think it, it looked like it, it felt like it, man. And that's well, yeah, okay. I, I'm this is, the, but, the, but this is the man that created Firefly and Serenity, two of the best science fiction films of the last thirty years, and the astonishing X Men shows, the dopest X Men comics. Firefly to come recently, may it rest in peace, yes, sir. Um, and Dollhouse, which was alright. Yeah. Was, well, Eliza really, Dushku was uh, alright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he. I mean, from everything I read, it was like the whole cast was just like riffing on each other. And uh, Joss Whedon was just one of the boys. I think he was the perfect to do. He, he was the perfect to dude to bring all that stuff together. All those to dudes led by that one to dude, you know, united by that one to dude. And I got uh, offered, I didn't yeah. tell you, I did get offered a script for a future Whedon progress. Or progress project, yeah. And the, I think the potential names for the movie are a pies in the finger, or b the motherfucker who falls asleep while podcasting. The uh, yeah yeah the Marshall. Of I just Rangers. thank the Lord Jesus in heaven, or whichever Lord or Satya Rama or whoever that you didn't have that fucking camera on me when I was nodding off a minute ago. I just regret entirely that I and I did not have that camera on. <laughs> like I really wish I did. Now that you you're going to go home tonight uh, and be like, "Honey, I have to get a new fucking phone because this I've if I can catch Sean uh, doing some of the funny shit he does, like falling asleep during the podcast with his hand on his man junk." I didn't have my hand on it. Whoops, sorry. No, well, not this anyway. Time, man. We, we'll, uh, it wasn't me. your man junk, was it? Uh, hey, you man, I'm, you know. Anyway, I'm not it does the for bunker. No it gets uh, close in the bunker. Yeah. We're going to have another pause for reflection? No. 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 Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Cinderella I'm looking forward to that, man. Uh, a tale as old as time. No, that's Beauty and the Beast. Fuck. <laughs> uh, be our guest. No, that's also Beauty and the Beast. Um, You have a toddler, don't you? I do have. <laughs> yeah. We, we watch a lot of Batman the Animated Series at the pad, so I mean, we see some kid, of the Disney classics. This, this so. guy's toddler is the coolest fucking little girl on earth. 
She fucking loves Star Wars, Batman. My granddaughter likes to watch Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, oh, we also do. Oh, we completely yeah, it's okay. Enjoy but Yo but we're talking about or did Dora the Explorer? Yeah, we um, got that too. Uh, what's it She's called? A really great. What's um. Yeah, Team no. Umi fucking Zumi. Umi, yeah, we're not too familiar with that. Umi, Zumi, Umi, Zumi. I swear to God, I'm chilling at the pet. I can't finish that one up. I can do Yo Gabba Gabba. I can rock some Dora. Uh, <laughs> I can do some Lunar Gym, which is some new shit that she's watching. See? Uh, See? Jalen, I'm like coming for you, robots. honey. My granddaughter's only like three months older yeah. than your daughter. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get her geeked out because she's a beautiful child. Yeah, absolutely. I like your plan. You geek these kids out that way when they hit high school. Nobody wants to mess with them. You know. Well, we, or they're just you know they're savvy, dude. My my kid's gonna be uh, yeah. Be able no, to no, no. We gotta their... get them glasses with tape on the on yeah, the. Yeah, we do that. Well, no, that just makes them hipsters, and that's cool. And they're gonna drink PBR and like, make out with <laughs> no, in the parking lot. I'm not into that. But no, I swear to God, I'm eating I know Cheerios what happens this when, morning. Yeah. Uh, and this kid is like humming, like I mean, she's eating some yogurt. We're hanging out at the breakfast table before I had to go to work, and she's like humming the Game of Thrones theme. What? I had to come in. What? On the, and then she did Star Wars and shit. Cause Why I, did you was, not record that? I don't know. It was I live in the moment, man. Until until I come here. And then we all did Bitch of moments. a son It was awesome dude She's like doo, That could have been Our doo, intro doo, music doo, now doo, And I was just like Yeah <laughs> dude, I'm just like Shoveling some Cheerios In my face like, That's fucking badass Fist bump uh, and So yeah I mean it's, I, I love my Oh uh, folks Before You know Because we stay Right on track During our podcast Every time <laughs> We're gonna start having We're gonna um, We've toyed around With the idea And we're gonna do it Like maybe every Second or third podcast Guest hosting Where we're gonna have A third person Jump in with us and just riff off of each other because we know some people who like the same things and it'll mix it up and make it more interesting for you. And I'm thinking that before her fourth birthday, little Lily is going to be a guest host on the Smacks cast. Oh shit, that will be the wildest Smacks cast You ever. will never get the microphone back. You'll be over here sharing with me, dude. She does want to talk on this microphone. <laughs> uh, this week's special guest also, by the way, uh, Thurl Ravenscroft. Smacks cast is not just good, it's great! What the fuck? The First of all, there was a real dude named Thurl Ravenscroft. Second no of all, he was the voice of Tony the Tiger, and I think he was also in the Grinch. Uh, what? I think, he, I think he sung the song because Boris Karloff narrated, but he didn't sing. So You're I a mean one, exactly, Mr. Grinch. That was Tony the Tiger, and that was Thurl motherfucking Ravenscroft. Shit, that I was the yeah. dopest name ever. <laughs> Anyway, Thurl Ravenscroft's dead and, and not here in the podcast. But that's a too. cool name. Yeah, right? I love it, dude. Thurl. Uh, if you yeah. had t- twins, it could be Thurl and Merle. Thurl and Burl, man. Him and Burl Ives, dude. And then he's all like, silver and gold. Silver and gold. God, awesome, man. man. We've got uh, more. This has become a musical podcast. It's Thurly Burly up in here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. We're, there goes we're, shit bomb button. Blast it. We're going to start uh, adding sound effects for the shit bomb. Let's just like uh, hack iTunes and make our own button. Or hey, yeah. Before we move on to your next thing, yes. And folks, I'm sorry we're going long on this cast, but we've had so much shit pile up, and not. No, it's not like we had to shovel our way through a pile of shit to get to the recording studio. But studio, listen to me. The man, coming to you the from the man cave, buried deep below the bunker and zombie shit proof. Yeah. Anyway, um. The Walking Dead last weekend. What the fuck did you think about that? Was that more, even more badass? Yeah, it was alright. No, I'm kidding. It was fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, a, it's okay. The automatic <laughs> tension as soon as Ooh. as soon as it starts up with um, Scott Wilson, aka Herschel, losing his fucking legs, 
in a beautiful display of brutal inhumanity, take that fucking hatchet, hack that fucking leg off, carrying the man in. He's obviously bleeding to death because they haven't cauterized it or anything. And they've got these fucking prisoners staring at him through the bars. Okay? And then when they do kind of, you know, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? What the well, fuck they threw, are you they, doing? Uh, to their credit, they threw a quick tourniquet on there. But, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, I know, but... Um, okay, you've got Carol fucking ex- experimenting with a dead walker. Well, almost experimenting yeah. with a dead... I'm like, how many times do you see films and somebody is fucking, um, you know, giving birth in the back of a taxi cab? I'm pretty sure the person that's helping uh, with the birthing process did not stab somebody on the sidewalk and cut their stomach open to see what the uterus fucking looked like. Carol, you warped... <laughs> uh, we believe that perfect, but uh, <laughs> you know, man, I don't know, dude. My reaction to it was uh, Glenn's reaction to it, where I'm just like, "That's in this world, that's logical." Yeah. Uh, what about because, Carl? Uh, dude, Carl's a bad, bad little motherfucker yeah, running around. Yeah. Carl's yeah. the the bamf of the week, man. What was he like? Uh, He's like, I killed two walkers. Yeah, he just he just decided to dip out and go find the supply closet and save the fucking day. And, and his mom there. gets all over his shit about it. Carl's walking around with a baller ass little homemade silencer. And she just <laughs> pops a couple of pops a couple of walkers. You know, looks like a little a, fucking t-ball bat screwed yeah, on the end of his gun. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, just handling business, dude. Uh, he is again. I like that they let this kid be. This Rick kid. gave him that hat, and that was the end of it. The That's dude, all he needed, instant man. badass. But the guy that played dumb. Um, what was the, uh, who was the prisoner that took the, um, Nick Gomez? Yeah, Nick Gomez, a.k.a. Tomas. Yes. Uh, that was his character yeah, name. I think so. Um, good actor. I mean, they interviewed him on The Talking Dead afterwards, and I'm kind of sad that he didn't get to stick around. But Rick, um, it was like when Rick had that meeting with his wife, and she's like, you are absolutely justified, and this is not verbatim, obviously, but your conscience is clear. And yeah. he's like, whoops, that's the go-ahead from the wife. Machete time. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit happens, Tomas. Whack! Dude, he was like fucking Danny Trejo, machete upside the head. You know? Just, <laughs> machete, machete, uh, machete. And it's... Have you ever seen and, that? Yeah. Wait, the film Machete? Yeah. Lindsay yeah, yeah. Lohan making yeah. out with her mother, basically. It was, uh... I think that part was inspired by real life events, and it Lindsay Lohan's a fucking mess. <laughs> Probably. Uh, it, fucking how yeah. much shit happened in this episode? But Daryl gets. I mean, okay, yeah, Rick did some badass shit, but Daryl gets badass of the week just for his comment. I mean, basically, the dude he's he has Rick's back now, and you don't have to worry about Rick anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's well for for now. I mean, you know, Michael Rooker is uh, cast in this season or whatever, so we may or may not see some other crazy shit out of Daryl. But for now, yeah, for now, Daryl is a solid. Back having motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, uh, he is. I dig it, man. It's fucking bad. He's like, just totally badass. Yeah. Um, He's like, to- oh shit. Ha ha! Daryl, you're that fucking badass. Bad. Uh, also, Norman Reedus on the cast this week. Was- <laughs> no, that was that was awesome though, and that was a great that was a great quote from the show, man. Uh, Whoops! <laughs> uh, We're fucking missing our fist bumps. Yeah, Shit bomb. Uh, that's because it was a knuckle 
Uh, Abs- yeah. Knuckle fuckle. Man, it, I, I kind of, I mean, I know that they didn't want her, they were worried about Herschel coming back. That's pretty fucking cold-blooded to be, like, handcuffing a dude. When yes he, he no, like, one-arm yes hugged no. his daughter anyway, yeah, dude. Yeah, but I mean, you... If you you're gonna cuff world, him, you gotta... It's cuff like, both. That's hands. true. That's true. Uh, and when he woke up, you know, and he thought he was, like, biting Lori's fucking fate, was Lori giving him CPR? <laughs> Or was it Maggie or something? No, it was, it was Lori. Lori. Yeah, because Lori's the one that came with it. But I mean, holy she thought shit. her shit was done. Yeah, she thought it moment, was over. Uh, and he's like, <laughs> and you saw also mini, mini, mini Mac badass super pimp Carl just chilling there with the gun, just cold cocked <laughs> on him, just ready to oh, blast. Oh, he's uh, a he's got a cold eye, dude. Yeah, and I read to. that Scott Wilson again playing Herschel. Yeah. Actually, when they were filming that scene, he actually fell asleep while he was laying on the couch a couple for, times. Uh, for real? Hey, man, not unlike my uh, fellow SmackCast host, uh, Mr. Sean Smith over here. Yeah, what's wrong with uh, that? Well, nothing, man. I'm Solidarity, saying, baby. I'm, I'm saying your character, man. Your character actor. Solidarity. Like, uh, Scott Wilson. Like badass Scott Wilson. My homie. Uh, I'm saying your <laughs> method, dude. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I actually, was fucking with you. Can't you huh? tell when a man's faking being asleep? No. That's why. That's why I did all that stuff in the interim. I'm sorry about that. If you were awake, is that why my asshole itches? No, actually. Oddly enough, no. For everything I did, that's an entire. Your flies open. That's you, man. Uh, No, no, that was me. Uh, (laughs) Oh God, I think I'm a vomit now. um, Just covering all of the basic. uh, China. Hey, man, I like that. no, okay, but I mean that was perfect segue. You were you were saying like before we get into something, but I, that's what I was about to get into was was Walking Dead, which I was fantastic this week. Oh, was, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, not at all. I'm just saying that was that was that but was. I didn't we're figure like, we're at a minute twenty twenty seven, and we can't not get out of here without Walking Dead. That was fucking amazing. We're getting somewhere near the end, but this is the economy size Max Cast. You didn't want to, you should have come to Costco, man. Uh, we are we're completely euphoric. Yeah, because we're like. Um, we're not omnipotent. Omnipotent. We are um, omni- omnipotent. We are Don't not omnipotent, but we yeah. are omnipotent. Yeah. No, but we're we're like we're increasing our web presence, and I'm just thrilled to death. Our wesence, as it were. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, always trying to I'm thrilled to death about create being able to create our web page because, um, actually, we had to spend a lot more money, folks, to buy the web creating tools because I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to writing you know doing any coding or whatever so we're gonna be fucking pros though at the end of this we'd better uh, we'd better for whatever they I'm charged saying, us man. anyway uh, arm and leg folks uh no but arm uh, leg and um stunt dick in that way in that way as well you have solidarity with herschel <laughs> I'd have let it dip there. I'd have rubbed it, you know. Um, no, no, but also uh, in Walking Dead news, man, uh, not to not to divert from our uh, our feelings. No, about the most we, recent never episode. we never we don't, we, And we never yeah. will, never once. But uh, but you can say one thing about our podcast: it's got character, baby. Hell yeah! Uh, and this is this is a follow up from uh, Maxcast One, I think, or One Point Five, so but I show, believe One. Oh, show. Uh, so let's reach all the way back into the archives, man. Way back to Maxcast One. Back, back in time. Into the past. We gotta go back to the future, Marty. Hold on just a minute, would yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, hell, dude. Uh, how we. Oh. Oh, what's that? <laughs> back in time. Here us, we go. Let us travel. <laughs> 
That was fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> traveling back to uh, SmackCast One, we talked about uh, The Walking Dead and their uh, their troubles with uh, well, and AMC overall with uh, Dish Network. Man, you know how Dish Network had dropped. Uh, My boss has AMC, about? and he's like, "Dude, I had The Walking Dead last That's week." It. That's what we're talking about, man. So AMC uh, or uh, you're uh, telling me it's resolved. Dish Network reached a deal with uh, Cable Town, or whatever. They got all their shit figured out. So okay, gonna, because he would, vision, rather cable time. Okay, because he told me that he's been a Dish subscriber for a long time, and he said for a long time it would fluctuate. They'd have two weeks of AMC, and then they'd have a month without AMC. I think they got AMC. I think there All was enough them. outcry, mostly for Walking Dead, but also probably for shit like Breaking Bad. You there know, should be because sure. that was fucking stupid. Right? AMC is so powerful right now as far as the program. They, you know, we're talking earlier about all the good shit on television. Yeah. Think about their fucking lineup, dude. Yeah, it's super strong, dude. And it's it's not even it's not like they got a thousand shows. They got Mad Men, they got Breaking Bad, they got uh, you know, obviously The Walking Dead. <laughs> Small Town um God, they what had was it? the killing. Small Town Security? Small Town Gay Bar. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Have you seen that? No, is that a thing? It's kind I of a reality show, but okay. it it's comic book men you can't take your eyes which off is actually of it. pretty great but yeah the, i have i've got that yeah, recorded i haven't I like watched it. it was it good it's pretty i dig it it's a kevin smith thing i'm a, I'm a smith head so good uh, so i've got two episodes out there waiting on me so yeah yeah, yeah after my good. football match it is enjoyable cool. uh so anyway yeah man just to just to finish up that story uh great news a happy ending uh you know uh walking dead for all man Hey, we need a round of applause for Dish Network for popping their heads out of their asses. Yeah, bet you're glad to be out. You're no longer a human uh, aroboros, I guess. You wouldn't be a human centipede because your, your head's up your own ass. So. Plus, I got to say aroboros. Yeah, kind of a millennium-ish, uh, yeah, don't you dude, think? That was so my shit. Have you heard Chris Carter talk about he would not be uh, opposed to making a millennium film <gasps> with Lance Henriksen? I would, I would fucking front I've seen every fucking episode of Millennium ever done. I was, yeah, me too. Uh, I, will, I will front side dude, and back never, load right we, now. We have never talked about Millennium. No, not at all. But Mr. Frank Black. Dude, that is so, that's, he replaced the dude from the Pixies. Oh. My favorite Frank, Frank Black ever. <laughs> uh, which is not to say that dude isn't badass. Dude, Black Francis. But uh, still, Frank I know. Black, like a motherfucker. Dude, Lance Millennium Hyerson. was awesome. And Lance Hyerson, one of his best roles, dude. A dude from so many awesome sci-fi flicks. And, and then he and gets thrown into some shit, too. Yeah. He's taken some crap roles in the last few years. Totally, but, man. Uh, but, I mean, Millennium was so strong, and it was so underappreciated. I, I think. can't believe... Yeah, it, you talk about... Um, but the same boss that we were talking about, you know, the kind of the rise of horror and science yeah. fiction, which prompted me to, you know, think about covering it in the cast. We were talking about what a fucking shame it is when you take a show and simply because it gets stuck in the wrong time slot or they show it, you know, in the summertime, you know, at a peak, you know, at peak season or whatever it may be. Like, I'll use a film as an example, and this is just a one-time deal, but Ride with the Devil, my favorite movie period ever. Yeah. Um, okay. With Skeet Ulrich, yeah. Tobey Maguire. Jewel. Jewel. Jewel breastfeeding. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd yeah. like to eat her breast with some farva beans uh, and a nice Chianti. Anyway. Or just some strawberry Nesquik, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, I had a professor tell me, and this guy, like I this is the same guy that I've accused on multiple occasions of intellectual snobbery. And baggy doucheness. Uh, Douchey baggishness. Yeah. Yes, and ha- having too many f- pies in the finger. 
But anyway, uh, the guy knows this film. But fresh, like a Sunday right. And he recommended it to me um, one weekend when I had my boy, and it was just the two of us, and yeah. Dad was a teenager. Local interest, right? Yeah, and we went out and saw it, and it just blew me away, so I was talking to him about it, and he said the only reason that film did not... And it wasn't... That's an Ang Lee joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, aside from the Hulk, the dude, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> he doesn't touch. Yeah, I I love Brokeback Mountain. I'm sorry, fucking hang me, crucify yeah. me. No, I, I love Brokeback. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do any of that stuff because I can't quit you, dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know you can't. We're locked in a fucking bunker. You can't quit me. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, not again. Uh, Please spit some more. But Angley, no. Angley's awesome, man. Okay, anyway, I don't want to get lost on this. I'm fucking old. So, he said the only reason that movie was not a raging success and Oscar-worthy, and it, and after seeing it, fuck yes, that movie, McGuire, Tobey Maguire should have been nominated for Best um, best Actor for that film. For Spider-Man, but also for... No, I'm just kidding. No, absolutely. Right, for different Robert movie. This was 1999, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But, um... They released it at fucking Christmas time. Yeah. Who wants to see a Civil War film at Christmas? Now, right. what fucking brain trust thought of that? And they do the same things with these shows. Like, there was a show on um, back in the 90s. I can't remember specifically when. If any of you folks out there have seen it, please email us, gmail. At, or, I'm sorry, just maxcast at gmail.com. A show that was on NBC. It was called Surface. Hmm. Sounds familiar. I have no idea. Basically, these undersea creatures, they start out as like an, an egg. And I I only saw... A, a, no, I, I didn't even really see it, but I was talking to my, my buddy about it. And from everything he told me, this is something that I really would would enjoy to see. But he said well, it was fantastic. It was fucking Christmas. Is that, they no, this Christmas? wasn't wasn't Christmas. Okay. That was the Angley film. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why this got canceled, but it, it only got showed for one season. Kind of like they, what they fucked up with, you know, Firefly. What they yeah. did with Firefly. Carnival two seasons also. <sighs> Carnival should not have been two seasons. Mm, it should have been many seasons. Oh, Clancy Brown, Nick Stahl, Michael J. Anderson. Adrian right? Barbizzles, man. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, Adrian yeah. Bar... Oh. But anyway, so these, these are like undersea creatures that grow, you know, they hatch from eggs. And basically, they're kind of coming to the surface to take over. Cool. And I guess the what he said was, um, one day a child finds an egg and he kind of takes it home to raise it on his own. Well, they have some type of electrical powers as well. Okay, where they can control, I don't know, atmospheric, whatever. That stands to reason. Yeah, but yeah. this kid, you know, this creature becomes very protective over this kid, obviously, because they huh. bond. The kid starts to take on powers. Awesome. The same powers as the creature or whatever, but I guess in the end. Or, or the way they kind of were setting up a second season was these creatures finally rose to the surface, but then they fucking canceled the show. So, huh. more examples right. of bullshit. I mean, yeah. okay, it There's may not fit everybody's bill, you know, but just like science, like some of the shit they put out on the Sci-Fi Channel on a Saturday evening. Dude, I wrote an angry email to HBO about Carnival. I never get in contact with shows. This was like before you could just tweet a motherfucker really? shit. Like, I mean, it was obviously after email, but I mean, I like composed an email, which is not something you have to uh, go that far out of your way to do. But for my lazy ass, like that was something I sat down and like just poured my heart out and received zero responses, by the way. Uh, uh, 
just wrap it up with dude, a I flick, love dude. Carnival was fucking amazing. I essentially wanted them to serenity that shit and just wrap it up with a film. I've never you know seen I mean? anything like that. No, up to, but you that's know, what to I that wanted point. to have happen. I think it was before Serenity came out. That's exactly and what that I wanted was on them this, to do. kind of at the same time as Deadwood, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. maybe. I'm not entirely sure because I watched Deadwood after the fact. We just went oh, okay. through like all three seasons. Yeah. Deadwood also cut short, but I mean, at least I felt more closure with that series. So it had two or three all, seasons, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe more. On. Maybe more. I don't know. We're getting too far off track, though. Ang Lee, we are. Ang Lee, Ride with the Devil. No, I was I was using that as an example to talk about how they'll take a show. Yes. And they'll you know a, a good show that people that of our ilk, basically geeks, nerds, etc. How we fall in love with the show, and then you know it gets one season run or something, and then yeah. they fucking yank it, and you but never see it. Where were you going with Ang Lee though? We were talking about Ride with the Devil. I was talking about Ride with the Devil as an example of a fantastic film that was just released at the wrong time. Okay. So you know you, there are various reasons where you get a good show and it doesn't get its full run, but like how do we get to Ride with the Devil though? What were we talking about? Before? I was using that film as an example. No, I know, but where, where I was just talking about a television show that. Shows that are really good that should have gotten longer runs, but yeah. how for various reasons, whether it be they're put in the wrong time slot or whatever, yeah. how they get canceled. And the Ang Lee bit was this was a film, not a television show, but it got released at the wrong time. Yeah. So it didn't get the exposure it needed. It didn't get the Oscar nominations, etc. I'm just trying to fucking move. The, okay, I'm trying that. to figure out what the bridge was from Walking Dead to that though, because we jumped into something else and we were doing it. Oh, well, anyway, all right. Uh, oh my head. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, let's. Uh, well, fuck it. Let's go to Doctor Who. Dude. No, I'm cool. No, uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who's all I got. We really don't Who. have. I only have one thing about Doctor Who, and I'll give you a little quick. I got two. You know, but because it's. Oh, you do? Okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to one up you. Oh Jesus! Oh shit! It's back. Anyway. You know, um, you know what it sounds like uh, <laughs> just from the just from the roar of that TARDIS man it sounds like a busted busted chameleon circuit or something in there you think I, yeah, I can hear it can yeah hear the uh, the defibrillated confabrillator yeah, is uh, out of twit um, I'll give my little blurb do it up. first that's Let's cool because it. I'm pissed about this it's only like a, a one or two week deal but part one of series seven will be available in the United Kingdom on November, um, October the 29th. But in the United States, we wait until November the 13th. What's up with that, man? No love for the colonies and shit? Like, what uh, up, G? Uh, did they not have the first run like coincide, though? What's, yeah, what's... I know. It was, on, it was on in the U.S. at the same time it was released in the U.K. I don't get it. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't uh, understand it one little tiny bit. We'll do it again, jump it back to, uh, you know, I think we we talked about this on an earlier podcast. I think, I'm sorry, but I think that uh, Ang Lee probably has something to do with that. That's that's quite possible. Ride uh, with the Devil and uh, how it was put out on DVD is related to... He's held a grudge. He's, Doctor uh, Who. Well, you fucking pissed yeah. me. You hurt my feelings, Max. How's that? You just don't understand what I'm telling you. No, no, I'm, I'm sure. Hold on, I'm just saying right now. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wager uh, nothing. Uh, but uh, fucking say, bag of chips. I'm saying go. I think we got to that somehow. Elsewise. Dude, we're yeah. running up on two hours. This is right. fucking awesome. Dude, it's, it's a pound it's a, it, blow it it's up. It's a max cast double wide, dude. Yeah. Uh, Pause it. Take a piss. Light a bag of. Ch- deuce. Find a. 
Actually, it's the end of the world. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, do whatever you want, man. Anyway, uh, enjoy this on your way to it, yeah, complete put, dehydration yeah. as your kidneys shut down and your body begins to betray you. Put some Remember pants back the on. Smacks cast. Yeah, I mean, try it out and see what it's like to put them on again. You the best I mean? thing about the bunker and our wives yeah. being yards away, we could just walk around and just let it fly. Just, yeah. No kids, we can just go walking around in the buff. Who needs pants when you, you know, got a cool hat, right? Dick whapping balls, slapping yeah. everything. It's just amazing. I uh, love it. So Max, re- I love re- it. rediscover the feel of pants if you want to. But uh, <laughs> Angley, all these people aside, dude, it's the fabric of our lives, man. <laughs> and space time. Uh, no, no, but uh, so we were talking about uh, Neil Gaiman on an earlier episode maybe coming back for uh it's episode 12 of this se- of this series hell yeah yeah didn't so. he now did he write the doctor's wife he, sure did. he absolutely did that was fucking was, that was an awesome yeah it was scene. wonderful man the the tardis uh personified like acted he played that plot of was the tardis that was one of the most complex yet enjoyable plot yeah. twists i've seen on television and that's what that dude does man uh that's so why doctor who's wait. doctor who too yeah yeah, and I mean, he it was he also mines echoes, uh, exacerbates the spirit of the show. I mean, he 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 obviously didn't create the show, but he he wholly embodied like what's great about that show. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, Gaiman coming back this series because we we weren't sure if it was going to be this this one or what next was, one. What did you say before Gaiman? I forgot. Uh, something about Angley. Something about uh, uh, Angley. Uh, I was thinking about going off again, but no. uh, ball slapping. I don't know. Uh, putting on pants. I'm not gonna do it. Fabric do of our it. lives. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. That was, was it. I and the fabric about? of space time. Oh goddamn hell yeah! I want to give a pimp a, a shout out to our boys over at. Uh, Talk about traveling the vortex. Traveling the vortex. Uh, um, I have missed my nap this evening, but yeah, traveling the vortex. I know one of the dudes' name is Glenn, but they have an awesome website, and they also have a Doctor Who podcast. And that's available on iTunes as well, I believe. Am I right? Yeah, and they're they're consistently going back through like classic episodes and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's yeah, awesome. they're doing probably, audio too, right? Just yeah. audio only. And I'm guessing it's maybe a little more on track than this one. I've heard a few episodes, and it's it's cool. But on uh, track, yeah. yeah well, it was, well, it, was pre, it was pre-apocalypse. So well, uh, but you know, our bunkers are joined by that. Yeah, you know, never mind the tracks. Never mind yeah. the tracks. Here comes the smacks cast. But, but, uh Yes. The oh, shizzle. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Who who knows? Also, uh, have you heard they're going to do a uh, a movie about the making of Doctor Who? Like the no. creation of Doctor Who. Hell so no. the, the mind behind this shit, penned by regular Doctor Who writer and Mycroft motherfucking Holmes, Mark Gaddis, dude, is oh. making a movie about, <laughs> about like the events that conspired to... to to bring Doctor Who to life, like we will see the a dramatized. Do you version. mean the re? You mean the no, uh, the I comeback? The, nope. I'm talking about like classic fifty oh, years the ori- ago. Oh, the original. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. 1963. That makes it far more interesting. That's what it? I thought, man. I mean, yeah. not that, I mean, but you can you can now listen to. I mean, you could just ask Russell Davies because uh, we. I mean, you ask him shit all the time, and he's just like, "Hey, man." Uh, yeah. Holy, so. <laughs> we are having fun tonight, folks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Max may be on my couch this evening. <laughs> right. anyway. uh, coming home pretty late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, man. Is I'm going to have to wipe off. The, I'm sorry about that lipstick on your collar, but I thought it was Saturday night. That's all right, man. I got my uh, stripper sprinkle in the car. I like to screw with the wipe a little bit. I just put a little <laughs> glitter on, you know. never know what happens. Hell, yeah. Uh, I'm not that brave. I, if I'm lucky, I get that shell and greeting cards, dude. You know what I mean? Like, at the job, you get those Hallmark cards and shit, and they're just slathered with sprinkles. Or, like, no, I'm yeah. shoving a kid's book, and I get I get sparkles on me and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that shit doesn't look good. No. No, sir. You got anything else, Max? That's it for me, dude. I mean, that's the end of my list anyway. Uh, Man, I have enjoyed the, tonight's cast. You know, the parts that I was awake for. Yeah. Um, I think it was a lot of fun. and um, The first five in the last five minutes, right? We had zero, <laughs> we had zero interruptions tonight except for our own uh, mental lapses. Yeah. And uh, we apologize if the audio on the, the Iron Man trailer was a little heavy, but... We're figuring some shit out, and I think we get a little better every week. Yeah, maybe if, with certain things. So. If you can't swim, you bound to drizz out, bitch. Oh. <laughs> well, we're gonna sign off for this week, and we're so glad, man, that we can come to you every week. And like, we enjoy doing this just for the shit of it, you know. So, love us or hate us, but please at least like us. Um, and anyway, why don't we sign out on that uh, on that particular? vein max and why don't you have chewy give us a ball sack ball sack <laughs> <laughs>